Hello, and welcome to Writing the Nerds. I am one of the hosts, Kegger. I'm here with... I'm here with Cody, uh, the ginger. And our new blood... Rayshon. Yeah, Rayshon's going to be with us from now on, unless he's got, you know, adulting things to do. Uh, welcome uh, during this crisis of quarantine and, and idiocy that goes on. We're going to try to give you... I don't know, something else to listen to instead of all the news. Uh, this week's topic, we're going to run down the X-Men. I, I was actually on Netflix yesterday, and I saw that one of their top trending movies right now is Outbreak. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And I remember because you said we should do a, a an Outbreak episode because it's the 25th anniversary of when the movie came out. It is. <laughs> yeah. Hot Zone, I'm pretty sure everybody's watching that. Probably the sci-fi oh, <laughs> Remember the Hot Zone. Hot Zone, was it Outbreak? Uh, there's a bunch. Wasn't life kind of a quarantine? In space. Yeah, like quarantine in space. Yes. Kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but enough of that, because I've actually been real excited for this topic. And we were talking about like trying to do it, whether we were going to do the movies, or going to do the animated series, the different ones. And knowing me, we're just going to hit it all. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, there's not any one thing that we can talk about that I we won't dip into the other parts. So I think what just like any other X-Men fan, I grew up in the 90s watching the cartoon series, which led me to the comics with the theme song that is still stuck uh, in your head today. But yes, I mean, myself growing up in the 90s, watching the cartoons, watching um, the first movie um, Fox tried to do um, dealing with um, Generation X. I mean, I love oh. I love all the X-Men. I remember things. that. See, I've been looking for Gen X. You can't find it nowhere. I've been looking and looking. Uh, I even tried to look for it on Cody. Like oh, wow. The, the, yeah. the Cody uh, Exodus. Uh, and I couldn't, they didn't have it. Yeah. But I remember watching it when it was on TV. Uh, and then you had that god-awful series where they had the green light to do an X-Men live-action series. And they went, Nah, we're gonna do something else and call it Mutant X. Yeah, and that had X. three seasons. Like that went on for three fucking and it had seasons. Nothing to do with the X Men. Not at all. I mean, I think some of the characters because wasn't Emma Emma Frost in it? I can't remember. It was I been so know. it was so There's, awful. They had a telepath in there, but I don't really know if she was Emma Frost or no. I think she was. A, if she wasn't, then she was definitely an Emma Frost stand-in. Maybe yeah. And uh, because Emma Frost ran Gen X, didn't she? After she her, did, she, she did. She kind of spun out, got kicked out of the Hellfire right. Club, was okay. mad, yeah. so she went to the good guy's yeah. side to get revenge. Yeah. Kind of very much uh, General Hux. Kind of, I don't care if you, if they, I don't care if they win so long as you lose, kind right. of thing. Um, and then we have the the series, the we had a bunch of different animated series. Yeah, the which actually the very first original animated series is the one that basically gave us everything we have today. Oh, absolutely. Like not the comic obviously cuz you know it's 30 years later, but it gave us the movies for good and bad. <laughs> and, we'll run through those shortly. Oh my god. Okay. Um and then yeah, the other series which are actually pretty solid. For the most part. Um, let's see. What was From the what one, I can remember. What was the one where they were literally in high school? Was that just uh, oh. X-Men? Was, was it X-Men series? Evolution? Evolution. That's it. It was yeah. X-Men oh, Evolution. Yeah. I saw yeah. bits and pieces of that. Yeah, you know. It's like a uh, my favorite 
character is Gambit. He's one of my favorites. He's probably my all-time... Well, I was going to say he's on my all-time favorite X character, but that's actually wrong because I got him tattooed on my right shoulder, and that is Deadpool. Um, but Gambit, I, I remember being a kid, and we were all playing X-Men, and everybody wanted to be Wolverine or Cyclops, and I fucking hate Cyclops, but... Uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, all this, but I wanted to be Gambit because Gambit was the Cajun. And the one thing I could remember from at that moment was Gambit going in the middle of a battle. Life don't get much better than this. And I'm just like, I like him. Which Uh, (laughs) uh, I still remember one of my favorite lines from the cartoon is when Wolverine is after him for something. I think they might be in the danger room. And he just goes, you ready to give up, Cajun? If you are, just say oncle. Yeah, that was in the very, (laughs) uh, I think it was in the second episode. Because I've been watching the animated series to kind of get ready for this. Like I said, I've been excited for this episode since we decided that we were going to do it. Um, What about you, Ray? You got a uh, your favorite X Men. I don't really have a favorite X Men. I like them all. Um, my biggest thing though in the animated series is I I sort of felt bad because they had the one character um, that was a shapeshifter, Morpheus. Morph. 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 Yeah. Um, and they sort of threw him away. I don't really remember him in the comic books. He kind of um, didn't show up until like I didn't. I don't remember him showing right. up until the Exiles, and he had a very different look. He right. kind of looked like a gray alien, but he was white. And right. kinda, I don't know. He very anamorphous, just bald, very like he almost had no, almost like a Voldemort. No oh, nose. Yeah. And he was kind of weird looking, but he could shape shift and it was cool. But yeah, Morph, Morph got, Morph got the dirty deed, man. He, yeah. he got the dirty end and all that. But to be honest, um, if I would say the characters I liked in the X-Men um, comics and in the X-Men um, cartoons was, was Banshee. Banshee. I love Banshee. Um, yeah. Oh, and I blanked out on his name. I can't think of his real name. Cassidy. Either. Something. Sean Cass- Cassidy. Sean Cassidy. Because he had a cousin, Black Tom Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> that was so. Deadpool yep. too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I love, I loved um that character because if people look in the in, in the, he has he has legacy in in the X Men. He had a daughter, um, Teresa, um, Cassidy, who was Siren. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was that. If I had to pick anybody, that was my character. <laughs> uh, Banshee. They did him pretty good in the uh, the first class. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I did love like they're trying to teach him his power, and they just shove him out the window, and he yep. just falls. Boom. <laughs> just hear that quick scream and a thud. He got yeah. done dirty in the second one though. They did. They, they did. They just decided. Uh, Azazel, Emma Frost, him. Uh, um, Zoe Kravitz, Angel. Her yeah, version of Angel the Dragonfly thing. Yep. Her, she was just dead. Um, I, yeah, I was really kind of up bummed about that. Uh, they really did some of those characters dirty, and they were good characters. Um, they did kind of allude to Nightcrawler being Mystique and Azazel's son. A little bit. Because, I mean, Azazel had that tail, but he was red. Nightcrawler's blue. Uh, yeah. but more uh, Mystique is blue. So, I mean, they kind of hit and miss a lot. But they did touch on that Mystique was Nightcrawler's mother in the animated series. I don't know if you guys remember that. They do. That. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then they even Mystique being kind of Rogue's mother because she even makes a comment during all that that, you know, not your brother. And it, Nightcrawler's the only one there. So you're just like, wait, what? Right. Um, did they play up the uh, Rogue and 
Magneto romantic angle in the uh, animated series? Because that did happen, I remember. Not really, because that was definitely Age of Apocalypse. That was when Bishop went back and tried to kill, I think, Magneto and ended up killing Xavier and Apocalypse Rose. Um, And I did say I did some research for this. And by research, I watched the animated series up till the apocalypse, the first time Apocalypse shows up. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the last thing I stopped with was the uh, Days of Futures Past set, um, which is very good for back in the day, especially with people not knowing the fuck that was. That's true. Um, I actually watched uh, (laughs) the Honest Trailers on the animated series. (laughs) It said... uh, you know, it does does Days of Futures Past, which is just as good as the movie Days of Futures Past. Um, but yeah, they did, uh, the research I did was I have no clue because Marvel was hating on the X-Men until they got it to fold back under the fold. Until yeah. the Fox deal went through, Marvel was just shitting on the X-Men. The big, huge Marvel posters with all the Marvel characters. Oh, they, not a single X-Men in them. They did the right. same thing to Spider-Man for a while. Oh, After yeah, Sony because of Sony. Got it. Yeah. Um, but so I decided, look, I know they're trying to do this real massive reboot. And they're really trying to make the X-Men, you know, now that we can just throw away the stupid and humans. Just get, I mean, they can be there, but who cares? And humans was done wrong. I mean, they I had a chance to it was stand literally, on that, and I think they tried because they came out with Agents of Shield and Agent of Shield tried to expand on that whole universe, but it was done a little wrong. It did better. Like I liked the concept in Agents of Shield better than the stupid movie, that horrible, horrible movie. Like had they just expanded from Shield and kind of spun off into their own thing, it might have been yeah. better. But it was definitely Marvel shoving humans down our throat because it was the closest thing they had to the X-Men. To the X-Men yes. And they didn't give it a great budget because no. some of the effects were so awful. terrible. Medusa's uh, hair was yep. god-awful. Which, I god. mean, I think Jim Henson would have done a better work with Medusa's hair than the crap they had. What was it? Watching um, Dark Phoenix yesterday. I'm sorry. Regretted. Because I gave you that. <laughs> I know you did. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, hey, at least you didn't have to spend yeah. anything on it. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So, Ariki, they used him, the guy with the the uh, braids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm like, wow, this already looks better than the Inhumans. Like, that was my first thought. And then I couldn't remember his name, so I kept calling him Deadlocks. <laughs> Deadlocks are probably oh, a better man. name. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you could attach some knives, though. He was pretty right? vicious in that there's, movie, actually. There's a Marvel character named his Deadlock, by the way. Or it's Deathlock. Deathlock. And he is black, and he is basically the equivalent of um, DC's um, Cyborg. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. He, that's exactly what he is. Um, do you know who that guy is? I was actually watching. Um, he was on Angel. He was one of the first new characters to show up on the shoot when Angel spun off onto its own. Right. He was in there. But he was one of the villains in Good Burger. He worked at Mondo Burger or oh, whatever it was. God. He was one of the bad guys. And I was like, hey, look, it's a Deathlock. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that guy, I like that guy. He's pretty yeah. good. Um, his Deathlock in the shield just, I don't know. They kind of they kind of just made him expendable. Because, I mean, I don't know if you, have you seen all of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Where they had just like thousands of him? Yeah. 
I was like, oh, my God. You had this really good character, and this is what you're doing with him? Yeah. Uh, wow, way off topic. But yeah. um, <laughs> like I was saying, I did a little bit of research, so I decided to pick up the comics, some of the comics. And um, I'm not going to tell you how because <laughs> people get real mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was reading uh, Powers of X and House of X. Oh, those, are good. those are the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I only got through the first issue of both. Uh, I wanted to try to get them all done because they're going to supposed to be going into this big, huge new thing. Right. Um, but Xavier, I don't know what's going on because there was a lot of stuff because they did a lot of weird stuff with the X-Men during the dark well, times. They, I don't know because they can never decide on, okay, is Xavier a bad guy? Which he clearly definitely he is. Be. He could be. He's kind of like, okay, and I hate to make, I hate to use this because he's an old bald white guy, but he's kind of like the Martin Luther King for the mutants. He is definitely. He wants mutants and humans just because mutants are humans. Yeah, they just he, have this extra gene. He wants equality. He wants everybody to exist on the same playing field, even though clearly, like you know, mutants have a lot they can offer the world. They technically, they kind of have a little bit more to offer the world than a regular. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, they really do. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Cyclops in the old construction business, like, demolitions, at least, he's got it. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You know, at that point, you don't need a bulldozer or some dynamite. You just need him with a good old optic blast along the foundation. But Storm, I mean, think about all the good she could do, especially. Like, well, I mean, they were, when Storm, California. like, they, ba- they did her backstory. <laughs> Storm was in Africa being hailed as a goddess. They thought she was a god. Um, because she could make it rain and get crops or See, exactly. whatever. Like she has so much. Like she might have one of the most useful powers in terms. Of she is on the Omega the, the Omega Powers list. Storm is. Um, I actually read down through a, a quick list earlier. Um, it was actually in uh, one of the the book comics that I read was for House mm-hmm. of X or Power of X. They actually give you a list of Omega level mutants, and she's on there. I didn't know she was. Yeah. Uh, so is Iceman. Um, I, I knew. I knew. Um, Anybody who can conjure the elements is Franklin Richards. I know he's in, he's an Omega Power. He's mutant. a league above everyone else. Oh yeah, he is kind of. If there was something above Omega, Franklin Richards is definitely it. However, he's losing his powers. In case are you coming with people that know Franklin Richards' powers are being lost because his father um, sucks. Yes, did something to um, make him yeah. eventually gradually lose his, his full powers. But um, back to what you said about Storm. So Storm is, is an Omega Eleven mutant. She used to not be, but um, after um, was it House of M or um, House of? Um, well, House of M was when Scarlet Witch. Yeah, after House of M made mutants the dominant species. Yeah, and then at the end of that, made them almost extinct. Right after House of M, they made her an Omega mutant because. Her powers can affect things outside of a normal biosphere. So basically, she can be in space and she can create, she can control solar winds. She can take the environment within an environment and take like, so say there's oxygen in the ship. She can make the oxygen stop. She can control all things that deal with weather. So yeah, I didn't didn't know until I read that list that she was on there. Iceman, I could see because he can go to absolute zero. That's... Dangerous. Yeah. Not only um, that, Iceman can freeze anything from the inside out. Yeah. Iceman is dangerous. Iceman is awesome. He's <laughs> one of my, is. like, should we talk about the original team? Why not? 
I mean, all right. So we got the original <laughs> team. We had X Men debut at uh, in September of '63. That was one of the little research nuggets because I knew we need that. This um, was what well back the, before Beast had fur, even right? Yes. Like, and it was spun out because, uh, well, one, Stan Lee couldn't think of any other ways to radiate his people, his heroes with powers. He'd mm-hmm. radiate them every which way. He had. <laughs> You know, radioactive spider, gamma rays. We had cosmic ray radiation, and he couldn't figure it out. So he decided to take the lazy way out. They were born this way. Mm. Uh, and then I heard somebody. I was listening to another nerdcast. Um, mm. I guess I'll throw a shout out to uh, Wizard and the Bruiser mm. on the last podcast network. Uh, I did listen to the X Men episode, the first one. Uh, to do a little research just because I knew they had done the research. <laughs> and they, right. There's more of an edutainment as we're more of a bunch of nerds yakking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Ray Sean is clearly bringing in a lot of the, uh, he's bringing the thunder with some of the. Um, Ray Sean, are you, you're the, are, do you read a lot of comics? Yes, I was a oh, complete comic book nerd. I mean, oh, I, me too. I was, a, I was a kid who read comics. As a matter of fact, I still have comics back from when I was, 13 uh, years old in the, in, a, in the old um, box. I wish I had some of the old comics I had from back then. Because I had, like, Man Bat. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. the first appearance of Man Bat. That would have been awesome. But, uh, good, good. We have another, have another comic book. And I was also the kid who sat there and listened to um, old movies on tape. So, I was I was a geek. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, it happens. It does. Like, it happens. Um, so, you know a lot about what's going on. Are you caught up? I'm not caught up. No, I mean, there are some things that I've forgotten. So we'll take it. So we were talking about taking it from the beginning of the X-Men. So originally in the X-Men, you had Marvel Girl, which is Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. You had Cyclops. You Who had, sucks. <laughs> you had Beast. And you had um, you had Storm. I think it would be. Well, no, Storm, the, the original yet. five. The original. Because yeah. Storm came out yeah. with, um, came around when mm-hmm. they realized, because this whole thing spun out for the civil rights movement. Yeah, Stanley had felt very strongly about it, and he was—I mean, Stanley's a good guy. I mean, I say what you will. I know there's horror stories about Excelsior. him stealing, oh, yeah. exactly. stealing so yeah, Excelsior, uh, <laughs> him stealing ideas and all this, and taking credit for things. I don't care if without Stanley, we wouldn't have any of the crap we have today. Stanley knew how to market everything. He knew how to do it, but Stanley had a very strong civil rights mind. And so they decided, I think him and Steve Ditko decided to do the X-Men, where it was a lot about prejudice and stuff like that. The thing they did wrong was it's a bunch of preppy white kids. <laughs> a bunch of so, preppy white kids in a private school. At a private <laughs> school, exactly, exactly. Um, so later on, and they didn't do well. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the original yeah, five. History, yep. The original five. Yep. Uh, so we had Marvel Girl, like he said. Right. And uh, who didn't you Cyclops. Cyclops. Beast, right? Beast. Wasn't Iceman? Iceman and Warren Worthington Angel. Yes. Those were the original five. So, okay. When did Mimic come into the play? Because I thought Mimic was... That was later? That was later. Um, Much later, actually. I mean, we might have to look that up because I don't even know. Uh, They didn't do well. Um, Apparently, a bunch of the only uh, diversity you had in the whole book was the Jew guy who is Magneto and they're fighting. Oh him. yeah, of course. Um, yeah. You know, basically you got a bunch of privileged white kids with extra powers beating up on a Holocaust survivor. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah it didn't really work yeah. out. No. 
Um, it wasn't until uh, I never really looked at it that way before, but that is awful. That is exactly. If you look back, it does not hold up very well. So, and the whole idea, Stanley said, was you're supposed to have a bunch of diversity. Here comes Chris Claremont, and I can't think of his name to save my life. It's Lynn something or something Lynn, but they're the ones that introduced Colossus. They introduced Storm. Wolverine. Actually, Wolverine came out in uh, Wolverine's first appearance was the Incredible Hulk 181. Something like that. And they, uh, the, the Lynn guy basically just wanted a Canadian superhero, something the Canadians could clamor onto. And fortunately, he made the, one of the greatest X-Men, one of the most popular anyway, yeah. to date. Um, and then they started shoehorning Wolverine into everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was originally created just to fight the Hulk. Um, I mean, that even gave us our first Magnificent Bastard, which oh, was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. We were supposed to do this right off the top. We forgot to do a Magnificent Bastard of the Week last week, uh, and that was supposed to be Jeff Goldblum. So, Jeff Goldblum, we apologize. You are a Magnificent Bastard, but I'm pretty sure you already knew that. Oh, yeah, easily. Especially, you could tell he knows he is just by the way he carries himself oh, with Thor Ragnarok and, like, his other movies. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, he's, he knows. <laughs> All right, so then we get... All right, I'm kind of done with the history because I didn't read the originals. I mean, I mean, I came in in the '80s, '90s they, stuff, and that's where mine went when I, when I, I was thinking about Storm and Mimic and my whole um, history of the X Men because that's where I pick up. I forget that I, I forget about it was just Iceman and, and those other guys uh, right now, but it's well, well. I do know that at, like at one point the original team is presumed dead. They're not. They're in Australia for some reason hiding out. And then they created this other team, which is where we got Colossus Storm, uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, uh, who the hell else was that? I think Havoc and Polaris were running that team. Okay. Uh, before they f- spun out into X Factor. Yeah. And X Factor was actually a government thing. Mm. That were like they were like government code, yeah. like covert ops kind of thing. Um, but I think the original X Factor was the original team in Australia. So I know there's a bunch of convoluted stuff and we could sit here for hours and yak about it. And the funniest thing was when the X-Men series came around, it actually kind of. Yeah, you did a bunch of of research about this. uh, That they never wanted to make that show. I believe it. I believe it. Batman was already in development. Batman. And one of the greatest animated series of all time. They're like, well, let's do more superheroes. So this lady, I can't remember her name, but God bless her forever for this. Um, (laughs) is she went to bat and fought for a couple years to actually get this show made. And it came out in 92, Yeah, and it, she, it went to the point where she was the head, I think, of Fox Kids. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, she put her job on the line to get this on the air. And it did so phenomenal. It did phenomenal, but after they saw it, because it was on such a rushed production schedule with a cut budget mm-hmm. that they didn't think it was going to go anywhere, so they fired everybody at one point. Oh wow! Yeah, and then um, <laughs> let so. Sorry, we got side stuff going on, and we're she, all kind of giggling. They they fired everybody involved with the show before the first couple episodes aired, and wow. then they're just like, "Well, we've got a hit, so how about all you guys come back?" <laughs> we and fucked then, up. <laughs> yeah, like we're sorry. Uh, so they decided to use it as a way to. Do product placement for merchandising. Oh, at that remember point. when we were talking? I can't remember what show it was, but we were talking about how the toy, everything was toys and Power hmm. Rangers. 
the word I was looking for was toyetic. Okay, that it's makes very sense. Very toyetic. Uh, um, there was that one suggestion that they even in the show would have had Wolver or would have had walkie-talkie shaped like Wolverine's head. <laughs> and they're just like, That's no, awesome. this show is much more adult. This is stuff that kids and adults can rally behind. We're not doing that. And see, like, when they do that kind of a thing, it works so much better. Like, Young Justice mm-hmm. was aimed at little boys, and it pulled the whole family in, and they got pissy because they weren't selling enough toys and canceled it. So... Part of the thing that they decided to do with the show was to start introducing some of the newer X-Men from the comics into the show. Well, like that they, was where they, they really started getting the time. Like, like People started liking them once the X-Men actually became diverse. Oh, yeah. And they, they had, like, you know, in the original line of the show, it was Gambit, Jubilee. Um, Let's see. Let's run down the show. Let's see who was in the show. We got... Uh, the yeah, yeah, the cartoon. The original animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, who was there? Wolverine, Gambit, Jubilee, Cyclops, Storm, Beast. Beast. Uh, although he doesn't feature too prominently at first because they didn't want the a lot of the execs did not want him in it, even though everyone liked writing for him. He's so intelligent. Like, oh yeah, you've got this big blue fur monster that basically looks. They, and I have a comic where he's doing something in Washington and he's just at the park like reading something. Yeah. The little girl walks up and goes, "Kitty." Just like from uh, Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. And he laughs. He goes, I'll tell Mike Wazowski. And you said hi. And the woman, the kid's mom, is freaking out. And then they talk. And it's fine. Yeah, He's, he's so intelligent. He's such, he's kind of a teddy bear, literally. He's you, basically Kelsey Graham. And I got to say. Oh, right, right. That was awesome. That how hard it must have been to write for Beast before the age of Google when you couldn't just pull <laughs> right. random like <clears throat> philosophers quotes out of your butt like you had to go to the library <laughs> to look up some of the stuff. Yeah. Oh man. But he was definitely just the nerd. Right. Um and I did like how in the uh the first class we really kind of got to see how he became the fuzzy blue creature. Yep. Um it was weird that they, he was using Mystique cells, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They really forced Mystique into like a prominent role. It it worked in the case of Days of Future Past, at least. Yeah, it did. It really did yeah. because I mean, yeah, she kind of adapted the shapeshifter ability kind of thing. Um, yeah, they sort of kind of spelled it out, and um, I forget which movie it was, but basically, um, when it was a Trask. Yeah, um, Boulevard Trash. When he, Boulevard, when he basically yeah. got some of her cells and they were using it on the Sentinels to find out how to adapt to mutant powers. Mutant abilities, yeah. Um, that was kind of a great idea. Basically, her cells were are, are very... Adaptable? Adapt- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they are. And so that's probably why he used... That's that's my excuse of why he probably used her cells. Because my, my top <clears> tier <throat> of X-Men for me was always Cyclops, Storm, and Colossus. Colossus was just cool as hell. No reason not to like it. Or, sorry, I think like, was just kind of cool. Gambit, cool Gambit is my Omega level. Like, I love like, I, I love him in every way. But his arrogance, his his. Uh, hmm. Honestly, he kind of set the stage for a uh, stereotypical Cajun. Yeah, I mean, if you guys ever want to see something funny, there's this guy in Louisiana who dubs over things in a Cajun <laughs> voice. Right, but he's got a. Uh, it's called the Payao Kumsa, but it is the if you type in YouTube, Google, uh, YouTube, uh, Cajun Slap Chop, it's him. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, but he also does uh, Thundercats. Oh, God. And uh, the animated, uh, 
Star Trek. Yes. And it, instead of Star Trek, it's Kuyon Quest. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's 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 very overdone and stuff, but that's that's how I know a lot of people down there that talk like that. So so are you saying then that that, that Cajun um gentlemen love Mississippi um bells? Uh, not really, because, I mean, it's kind of like the rivalry we, Indiana and Kentucky have, you I'm know. I'm just saying, because, you know, he loves Rose. Oh, Rose I mean, he's just Rose. a ladies' man. He, he, oh, yeah. Gambit he likes just, them all. Gambit he, just likes them. Anyone he likes the ladies. Anyone, um, he can just run his fingers through him and be like, And I think the reason shit. he's so drawn to Rogue is because yeah. he can't have her. They oh, can't yeah. touch. They can't do nothing. So, I mean, uh, I think that's why he likes Rogue so much. One, they're both Southern. Two, he's a charmer, and here's this woman he literally can't have. So, of course, he wants her. Yeah. And it, it does. They do have this beautiful beautiful kind of romance. It's yeah. up and down, and they're on and off, and eventually they'll end up together, unless she picks Magneto for some reason because she can touch him, and I don't understand, like, yeah. why it, they can touch. Right. <laughs> that was, again, that was part of Marvel's. Constant rebranding of X Men because over time, because I mean, if you look at the history of X Men, you have the different ages. You got the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, and this the all spans up to the modern age. Up to the modern age now with the, the power and then you X-Men. have the Red Team, the Blue Team, and then you gold. have Gold Team, gold. and uh, now you have they're redoing it again with the uh, the Croatian Krakoa. Karkoa, uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was originally a villain because the island itself is a mutant. Right. Which is also another weird thing about the X-Men because it's one of Xavier's many unethical practices. The danger room is also <laughs> sentient. Like, yes. he, he has it trapped. Yes. It's like, no, you're just going to sit here and you're going to create shit for us to play in. And it's just like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, no, how about you just let me go for a walk every now and then shut up and get back to work. <laughs> right, like, uh, let's see, with the, with the Krakoa, uh, it's, they've decided with, especially with this Powers of X, like I said, I didn't get through it yet, but I'm definitely going to finish reading it because it's pretty good. Like, I'm kind of very intrigued. But Xavier has taken over Phantom X's body. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know what happened. But he also has a Cerebro helmet. Mm-hmm. Where that he just walks around and he no longer goes by Xavier or Professor, he's just X. Jeez. Um, and like it's really creepy. There's one time like in the in the first Powers of X or House of X, uh, Jean Grey is bringing a little girl that's a mutant to the island. The island will not let humans be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's explaining to the little girl that the island knows and blah 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 because the island's sentient and a mutant. She sees Xavier with a hairy man. And I'm thinking at first it's Beast. And then it cuts to the picture. And it's Wolverine playing with two little kids with the biggest smile on his face. I've never seen Wolverine smile like this. Like, it's pure joy. Whoever drew it was amazing. Like, Wolverine is actually just playing with little kids. But the look that Xavier gives Jean Grey is just one of the creepiest fucking things I have ever seen outside of the panel where Xavier, from the early days where Xavier is basically hitting on her telepathically. Like, That's true. It's he did so that creepy. a lot. He did, too. Um, yeah, no, 
I guess we're kind of getting into Xavier has some problems a lot. They kind of touched on that in first class too, because he was in in there, he was getting his doctorate and he was in that bar, literally scanning girls minds to pick up women. And he, he hits that one with the the blue and the green eye and starts his shit. Oh yeah. Like he was, he's definitely kind of predator. (laughs) And and talking about Xavier, even the movies, um, It was the one where he's visiting Maura McTaggart, and Maura McTaggart does not remember who he is. Oh, he yeah. says, he virtually tells Beast, yeah, I had to wipe her mind so that she would remember, remember us from the last time. So he's constantly using... Oh, that was... Was that Apocalypse? No, Maybe it was, yes. Yes, it was Apocalypse. I think it was Apocalypse. Yes. It was, because they yes. brought her back in. She wasn't in she Days of Future Days of Future's past. Yes, so he he definitely is, is um, on the moral edge there. And also in the comic books, they sort of um, relay that in the newer... Uh, comics uh, right now, um, House of X, Powers of X, Powers yeah. of X, because um, now they can recreate mutants. Um, See, and he can choose far. what memories they can have. Oh, shit. so now in the in the newer in the future in this current modern day X Men, they live on Krakoa. They're they making can, enough, like, That's the first <clears throat> issue. Is they are going out to the other countries and saying, "Look here, they have a." What is it? Uh, flowers. Different flowers. Three you, flowers. Three types of flowers. One extends human life. Yes. One. Cures all diseases. Cures all diseases. Mm-hmm. And then one transports. Mutants. One opens portals. For mutants only. For mutants only. Yes. Um, they are willing to share this with the any country that honors them as a country. Yes. So they are literally like the first book, Power or House of X, is literally setting up Krakoa is a mutant nation. Yes. Okay. And it is a sentient mutant nation. So you can't even invade because it will attack you, not let alone all of the powered individuals that live there. So basically it's Pandora. Kinda. Like, yeah, okay. This okay. is one thing that you guys may not know about this island though. Apocalypse has already been there. Apocalypse knows Apocalypse all its secrets. Comes. Oh, <laughs> Apocalypse is very much there. I've been. I, I didn't start reading until we decided we were going to do this, and actually started last night, uh-huh. yeah. um, and didn't get much farther because I got woke up this morning to go on a panic buy run with my father, um, and uh, I was going to just read the comics until it was time to come here, yeah. and uh, that got shot down. But uh, I do know I had been keeping up with the stories because I tagged you guys in a couple of stories on Facebook, huh. um, like the best actors that played characters and stuff like that, because I thought we could talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Um, but Apocalypse is on the island with everybody. Like, he's, he's just a good guy. Now. He's a good guy. And I don't trust that at all. Nor should and you. He like. changes his name to a Krakoan symbol because... Mm-hmm. Not only are they setting up this mutant nation, they created their own language. So that anytime a, a mutant comes to the island, it's telepathically uploaded to their brain that they know this language. So is he the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse now? Kind of, because he the, sets up yeah. as it's, it's, it's definitely okay. an A. Okay. It's like an A symbol. I'll have to look it up real so quick. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, go that far because I've already read ahead. <laughs> I already know what's going on in current day, so I'm going to leave it alone. Um, but the other thing that you need to know, also dealing with Professor Xavier's moral compass, is that um, he now has the ability to choose what any mutant that he re- that he brings back from the dead um, recalls. So he can shut the memories off, or he can just give them 
Which they we basically get restart into. from when they died. Good That's basically Lord. what they're supposed, what they're supposed like, to Which we get into where he's already done that with yes. Jean Grey. He did, oh, to, yeah. he did to Wolverine. I oh, mean, yeah. if you watched all the episodes, the movies, and if you looked at the comic books and you looked at the animated series, there are certain parts of Wolverine's consciousness that he had to shut off so that Wolverine wouldn't be the be like the be animal, basically like yeah. um what's his name, which is really his brother. Um, uh, Sabretooth. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I was looking up Apocalypse's new name. What did I miss something? I think I strucked uh, out. Who's well, no, brother? I was saying uh, whose brother is is are we talking about? I, I think Saber uh, Tooth Wolverine. Yeah. Related. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. now they, they never really give it to you because they kind of allude that Sabretooth is Dog from back in the origin stuff, mm. but they kind of don't because Dog has a claw mark across mm-hmm. his face. Mm. But they never really did anything else with him. So, like, he's supposed to be this pivotal character in Wolverine's origin, which, honestly, they did really well. Like, when they've gone back for an origin, like, they still can't get Joker's origin. Like, yeah, they, they can't do origins really well. Like, when they have an established character that doesn't have, has, like, a mysterious past, they don't do it very well. But for some reason, Wolverine's is really good. And then they had that whole run of Wolverine comics, which was Wolverine Origins, which is like he's after House of M, because in House of M, he had all of his memories. So when it changed back, he didn't lose anything. So he remembers everything. Um, and they they kind of, he was doing stuff with that and you get Romulus, which you come to find out is like the guy in, behind, in the shadows that's been pulling the strings since... So forever, but is Xavier basically just trying to be God? Like I, because every time he does something like this, it always ends up like I'm sure Cyclops will get pissed at some point and lead a rebellion against him, and then you'll swing back around to where Xavier's like, "Sorry for being a jerkass," and then I know the the listeners aren't going to be able to see this, but that is his new name, that symbol. So yeah, he's basically Prince. Yeah, (laughs) the the mutant formerly known as Apocalypse. There you go. I don't think necessarily that um, Xavier is trying to be God because there is actually a newer mutant in the comic books that is more powerful than he is. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's a different thing. But I think what it is, I think that he, um, if you look at the progression of Xavier, um, there's been asked, there's part of him that wants to do, wants to be God. Mm-hmm. Um, when you had the, um, when his, when he merged with um, Magneto's um, consciousness yeah. and, and created um, Onslaught. Onslaught, yeah. And then there's parts of him um, Which was panned. Yeah. That whole Ocelot storyline. Yeah. People awesome. hated it. I liked it. People hated it. I did too. I thought and it was yeah. a cool idea. The Marvel Capcom stuff made that super awesome. Like when you get to play the Marvel Capcom and Ocelot is the villain. Yeah. Like I thought that was awesome. Um, of course, I've just being a comic book nerd anytime, like up until the thoughts. That makes me sound so millennial. And then you also have also in Xavier's history where they 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 sort of spawn off of him having a twin that he killed while they were oh Cassandra Cassandra, yeah. which is actually she's apparently evil and she's actually one she wants she to goes to the astral him. plane yeah yeah when she like died she, allegedly well yeah when she died when he killed her in the womb mm-hmm. even she sent her consciousness to the astral plane she comes back she kind of looks like a white Yoda. Yeah. Like she's real kind of shrunk in like old woman looking. Uh, I didn't read much into that. I just know it happened because it was weird because it's, I mean, fuck it's comic books. Um, uh, one thing about the, the X-Men that I did notice, and it, it pains me to say this 
is the X-Men fully embraces the soap opera aspect of all of it, where the the relationships and the yeah. tension and stress of just the people they live with. Mm. You know, they're trying to one-up each other. You got the huge rivalry between Wolverine and Cyclops, which caused the schism. Yeah. Um, which I was hoping Wolverine would just kill him. I always liked Cyclops because of his leadership and strategic abilities. Like, I always thought he was cool from a... Strategist point of view? Yeah, it's like the same reason why I really liked Captain America. He's kind of... He's a strategist. Yeah, yeah, he's X, but there's a reason why he leads the Avengers, even though, technically, quite a few of them could just wipe him off, you know, at any time. He's a very good strategist. Yeah. Batman, that's why he's on the exactly. Justice League. That's he's one reason why I absolutely love Batman. There's a reason why Batman, no one messes with him, even though they could easily kill him if they but the problem is they'll never get the they'll never get the drop on him because he's already waiting for Right. Him. There's a whole series or a whole uh storyline where he has contingency plans for everyone in the Justice League that huh. gets stolen. Um yep. and I did see a joke this week. Uh Justice League is not holding meetings because they're afraid Batman will get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm if you think about it though, it's like those characters are indispensable. Storm also has a lot of those qualities. Mm-hmm. She is actually well, she's she, a great well, she's the leader of one of the teams. Exactly. So um, she, blue team gold uh, she's the leader of the gold team. Right. And she's you know, she has those leadership capabilities, not to mention she is well, omega powerful. Right. Um like, was the queen of Wakanda. Exactly. She yeah. was married to Ch- to uh, Chala, which, to be truthful, like if there was anybody I'd be more scared of in that royal court, it would be her. Right? No shit. They're bringing that back. Actually, she's her and T'Challa may not be officially. They, I don't know if they're still married or not, but in the in the um, New Wakanda comic books in the X Men, they are still much together as far as their relationship. Well, I do know that right before <clears throat> they killed off Wolverine for that, like I think it was like five years. He wasn't in a comic for five years because they actually killed him off. Yeah. But she had left T'Challa and her and Logan were totally together. Yeah. Like they weren't making any like because before it was like, oh, are they? Aren't they? Are they? Aren't they? Uh, but no, they were absolutely together. I remember seeing a panel where they're actually yeah. neck and neck. You know, they're making out. Uh, good on him because she's is, hot. <laughs> right. Is it safe to say that Jean Grey might be one of the most... Mistreated yes, very characters much. in in movies <laughs> and comics. Yes, she gets shit. One of the reasons I hate Cyclops is is the same reason that I think Wolverine does. Is he's just a pompous asshole. No, he is definitely a prep school douche. He like, is a he prep is, school. Uh, he is in Van Wilder. He is Dick Bag, Richard Bag, yeah, the bad guy, the bad guy that ends he's, up shitting his guts out. He is that character. But I, think, I hate also, him. But I think that's because he has daddy issues. I mean, whose father gets okay? First of all, your your, your family's in the plane. It, it's supposedly burned up, yeah. And somehow you get abducted by aliens. You have two <laughs> sons that stay on Earth, and you three. Have, Okay. You had two sons that that are still on Earth, and you had a third who apparently was still in the womb with your wife. Somehow your wife gets taken to become somebody's concubine. Right. This kid is born, doesn't know who his family is, but you're the father. You're being a space pirate. I mean, and yeah, he ends up with a feline cat chick alien who's definitely boning. That 
That's pretty fair. <laughs> he has daddy issues. He definitely has daddy He doesn't know how to treat women. Okay? Right? There's... <laughs> well, I mean, and the, the women, because, I mean, him and Jean Grey, they established that early on. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Oh, my God. She, you know, Scott. Jean, Scott. Like, if you watch the, uh, the Honest trailers for the animated series, they do two minutes of just... Cyclops and Jean Grey going, Scott, Jean, Scott, Jean, Scott, Jean, Scott, Jean. Yes. It is that. Um, so she's a telepath yes. and a telekinetic. They have an established psychic link because they're together. Who does he decide to cheat on her with? Other frigging psychics. Psylocke, White Queen. He just <laughs> cheats on her all the time. And yeah. it's like, how do you not know that he's doing this can't you see it? Did he have a thing of Dazzler? I, no, there, I don't think Dazzler did. There were a few comics I can remember where Gene actually had these like really, really graphic nightmares about Scott basically just like picking her apart piece by piece and replacing her with like pieces other. from other people he's been <laughs> right? seeing on the side. Like, he's such a douchebag. Uh, and I, I caught that early on in the yeah. animated series. I was like, yeah. fuck that guy. I, never, I was six. Or no, I was eight. Actually. I never figured you that know, one out. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, just, I've never liked Cyclops. And one of my favorite lines from the OG movie is when Wolverine goes off to fight Mystique. And they know Mystique's there. Hmm. And he comes back. He's like, how do we know it's really you? Okay. You're a dick. Okay, it's him. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, there's another good point. Even in that first movie, the first time Jean Grey starts to fight against Toad, oh, you remember yeah. that? She halts him in the air and he just like, but yeah. just like spits in her face and that's <laughs> it. Like she almost asphyxiates because of that. Can we can we say that you know who Toad was? Oh yeah. Toad yeah. was Darth uh, Maul. Darth Bart. Maul. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that when he's fighting Storm. That thing, that bar that's holding that elevator yeah. shaft open, he kicks it and flips it around and holds it out like he's Darth Maul. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That guy, that guy, he's so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. But have you heard him talk? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he was in the fourth season of Heroes where he actually gets to use his voice. <laughs> it's almost a Cagney, Cockney uh, accent, and it's just, oh. Uh, what, did, what did Ryan Reynolds say about David Beckham? It's like you mouth fucked a tank, tank of helium. helium. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> I do too. Uh, I like the greatest. Ryan Reynolds is the, was the best person to pick for that role. Honestly, you know how Ryan Reynolds got into Deadpool because of Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity. He was playing Hannibal I didn't King. Know that. Well, Hannibal King. Some some producer basically just, called him after the movie came out and said, "If they ever do a Deadpool movie, you're Deadpool." And he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And this producer. Well, from what I heard, sent him these comics. Yeah, I thought the producer gave him the comics beforehand. They were like, "You're basically this character, but we're going to call you Hannibal." Uh, As I understood it, they sent him to him later, and he's like, "I turn and like the fourth page has that joke about you'd be pissed too if you look like Ryan Reynolds crossed with a radioactive sharp." (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. (laughs) See, I picked up Deadpool because I remember like Deadpool shows up in a cameo aspect in the animated series several times. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Several times. Um, as does, like, the Punisher, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Uh, they, they really hammer on, like, a bunch of them. It's kind of fun because, like, going back and re-watching it, you see them. You didn't see them before. But, you know, the bigger you get into comics and stuff, the more you're like, hey, look, it's Deadpool. Or, hey, look, it's, it's uh, you know, 
The Punisher. I got to thinking, because everybody knows by now the Dark Phoenix storyline. Oh, my God. I got to thinking it's about... It's such a good storyline, too. Well, I got to thinking about why it always sucks when you try and do it in movie form. For one... I don't know, because the animated series did it, and it was great. Well, yeah, when you do it in movie form, Comments is what I'm saying. Too. It's because in the, in the show... Jean was a really big staple character. You got to have a lot of bonding with her. She was actually, really, she was one of the biggest aspects of it from what I remember. Well, I mean, she was kind of, like, I kind of felt, especially watching the, the animated series back in the 90s, that Jean was only second to Xavier as far mm-hmm. as power went. Exactly. Her telepathic power. Um, and then I noticed this, it just hit me. I told you guys about the Omega list. Yeah. Xavier's not on it. Mm-mm. That's right. He isn't. Cerebro is what makes his powers so much stronger. Yes, right. Which is why he's got the weird globe helmet on in the new right. comics. Um, but yeah, uh, she's so, like you said, misused and abused. She's well, kind of thrown to the wind I got lot. to thinking about it. In the movies, the first three movies, we'll go with those as the very beginning, she only serves a seemingly romantic foil and to also just get her ass kicked every now and then. Pretty much, yeah. Like, really, what does she do in those movies? And I'm not saying, like, they, they picked the perfect person to play her. Oh, Femke Jensen. Yes, oh, yeah. she was great. But and, they didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden in the third movie, she's all of a sudden this super ass kicker extraordinaire. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, but we have virtually no reason to be that attached to her. Right. This loses any kind of significance, not to mention you kind of bastardize the storyline. Oh, absolutely. She's got that whole uh, last stand was just bastardized and gutted. And then you rinse and repeat the same kind of plot line a few years later for Dark Phoenix. Almost 10 years later? Yeah. Well, my issue with the whole um, Dark Phoenix thing, um, so when Dark Phoenix came out, they did it, they start off like the comic books did. Mm-hmm. However, the earlier version, when what's her Fatme? Uh, Femke Jensen. Femke Jensen. So they introduced Phoenix then as well mm-hmm. during that era. Um, I think it was when um, the humans had made a cure to a mutant cure to the mutant mm-hmm. gene. gene. Basically, yeah. they were injecting mutants with another mutant's. Basically, power. a beta blocker for yeah. the X gene. And so she became the Phoenix. They were, she was the Phoenix then, but the way they explained it was that she had a. A personality that that Professor Xavier had locked away, locked away. Yeah, but right. that was the Phoenix. It, they kind of did it again in it, the in the Dark Phoenix. The movie. same guy wrote it. Yes, uh, Simon. Both let's, times. Let's shit on this guy for just a second. <laughs> Simon, what's his last name? <clears throat> Kenberg. Kenberg. All right, this dude has some amazing credits to his writing name. He really does. Okay. Days of Future Past. Days of Future's Past, arguably the best X Men movie ever. Days of Future's Past. Uh, I'll even take the argument Logan over mm. it. But I see Logan as a standalone Wolverine movie and not an X movie. Yeah. Um, because if you do if you do include it into the X movies, you gotta put Deadpool in there too. Oh yeah. So um so Days of Futures Past is the greatest X-Men movie that they've made so far. Because you know Disney's gonna there's another one coming. They, Disney's yeah. coming with their own. Um The guy wrote it. I can't remember if he directed it. I don't remember who directed it. No, it was a uh, singer directed. Oh yeah, that's right. Singer directed past. it, but he wrote it. Okay, he also wrote Triple uh, X State of the Union, okay. which was awful. It was the worst. It, it killed Triple X. Yeah. Um, 
He also wrote Apocalypse. He wrote Apocalypse. Oh, God. Okay. He wrote Days of Future Space. Uh, hold on. I had him pulled up. He wrote and directed Dark Phoenix. Yes, he wrote and directed Dark Phoenix. And the Fantastic Four. Yes, the Miles Teller, Michael mm. B. Jordan, just shitbox. That movie built to an uh, uh, built to a climax that never happened. Yeah. Like, agree to that. And it built I, to this super totally climax know, that nothing happened. I know there's some studio meddling that happened in that and that there were some issues with the director. I have no idea how that translated from the script, though. So I really... Some of the credit does lie yeah, with Simon him on Kinberg. That. To be honest, with that movie, with that whole genre of um, cosmic humans, because they weren't mutants, they were basically right. cosmic super beings. Um, oh yeah, Simon <clears throat> Kinberg created Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, he deserves a lot of credit for that. All right, so he's very hit and miss. Like, uh, here we go, writer. I mean, not you can't win every time, but okay. So we got Dark Phoenix. He created Rebels. Wrote and directed Apocalypse, wrote the fantastic 2015 abortion Fantastic Four, wrote Days of Futures Past, wrote Sherlock Holmes with RDJ. Okay, see that was good. That one was awesome. That was good. Uh, he did Jumper. Really? Yep. He wrote Jumper. He wrote Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Last Stand, Jesus. State of the Union, and then his last writing credit on here is The Legacy. So. And then he directed uh, Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. so he directed that too. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, so Dark Phoenix has some great action moments. It does, and I do think the movie. Have you seen Ray? Have you seen Dark Phoenix yet? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I own that movie. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, uh, I, no I, I like X Men series. I have. I own all the X Men series. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I don't. I used to. I, I had a breakup, and she's. Ended up with a lot of my movies for some reason. Digital, man. Digital is the way to go. People, digital. Exactly. (laughs) Especially in this quarantine time, everything's going digital. But uh, I bought it over the week. Um, I watched it. The movie is awful. Yeah. Uh, It gets better when Michael Fassbender shows up. It does. It it does get better when Michael Fassbender shows up, but it's not enough to save the movie. I... At one point, though, he did something in the movie that caused me to actually cackle out loud like a little schoolgirl. Because it, it was part? that part where he's trying to fight with Gene over whether or not the helicopter's going to crash. <laughs> and he gets this look on his face. Constipated look. Yeah, he has a very constipated it, look. Right? Because my first thought was, Danielle, who I was watching when she looks over, he's like, what's so funny? I'm like, some Metamucil will work that right. Yes. Yes. I'm like, that... I have multiple problems with Dark Phoenix. All right. One, Beast is actively out to kill Jean Grey. Right, Beast would, would never, never do that. Right. Um, Magneto would, absolutely. Especially when you find out that Jean Grey killed Mystique. Oh, yeah. Magneto's definitely oh, out would. for blood. Yeah. Um, he kind of seems like the kind of dude who'd kill you if you threw the newspaper a little off the stoop, though. Too, right. Like, I mean, like, Magneto you know. looks like he. it wouldn't take much to set him up. I did like that he had his own kind of nation state. Yes. Yes. Um, Genosha was were, finally right. Like, was were, that Genosha? They were hinting towards to Genosha, I yeah. believe. Were they? Yes. Okay. Because I didn't know. I, when I was watching, I was like. Because he got, he, the, he got the government to sanction that landmass as as. That kind of gave me the, so. the uh, like. Indian reservation kind of bullshit that, that, that we fucked over the Indians with. Um, 
But at the same time, I was like, is it Genosha? Because like, he had a couple. He had Asteroid M. Yeah. Um, he had uh, Avalon. That's right. Avalon. I forgot about Avalon. He had Avalon. I think when he was on Avalon, that's when uh, Colossus went over and became one of his acolytes See. during Avalon. And then uh, we had Genosha. And then um, I was thinking Providence, but that was Cable's baby. Providence was Cable's place. Um, Which, I gotta admit, like... And that so, wasn't just for mutants, that was for anybody. And the thing about Magneto was that the movies, especially the recent ones, have always made him look like... Very sympathetic. Sympathetic, but also just cool. Like, right. it's like he's not just basically a giant magnet. He's like, he's using... Well, he's an elements. omega level power. Well, yeah. Like they're they're actually showing it for once. Though. Oh like, yeah. Not only in Apocalypse is he trying to completely reverse the magnetic poles, and he's doing it. Yeah. Like he's using basically the Earth itself. Yeah. Which is exactly what he can do. So they get one thing right. Oh, it's yeah. Magneto. Magneto. I mean, from Ian McKellen, uh, all yeah. the way to Michael Fassbender. Mm. Like Ian McKellen, great Magneto. Yeah. Old man, Holocaust yes. survivor. And then you get Michael Fassbender. I will say this, though. If you go back and watch X-Men First Class, just pause on his face right before the very end, whenever she's just like, and who are you supposed to be? And he goes, you can call me Magneto. There's almost this part where you can almost see like he's trying not to wince. Yeah. Like, there's that part of him just like, my career is going to be okay, right? Like this. <laughs> no, you're totally fine, dude. Yeah. You're, you're, you busted out Magneto perfectly. Oh, yeah. Um, if there needed to be a younger Magneto, Fassbender did it. Yep. He did it, and he did it cool. So while we're talking about Magneto, my question is this. Um, so in the movies um, and in the comic books, originally I thought in the comic books they said that um, – Gosh, what's his name? The speedster. Oh, uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver yeah. and, and Wanda, Wanda were his children. Yes. yes. They the tried movie. to retcon that with the split between Fox and Marvel. So then we get to, in the movies, um, I forgot which one it was, where he had his other daughter, because he had like three or four kids. He, he's got a bunch. He's, um, I mean, he's kind oh, of a bit of a whore. actually brings it, because it's an apocalypse, and you find out he has a new family, yeah. and they get killed. Yeah. Was that supposed to be Scarlet Witch then? No, no. that was his daughter. Because I mean, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch oh, are twins. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Quick, aren't they? They're yeah, twins. They right? are twins. Yeah, because they played that in the Ultimate yeah. Universe where there was a very incestual relationship there. So <laughs> what would her mute name be then? Doolittle? Like, what no, she, the hell? Has mutant, like, she has a mute name. I just can't remember. What is it? I can't, was it? I don't remember it either. The chick that could control animals. He had, four, he had three daughters total because there's one daughter that's still alive besides Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Well, this Polaris. Did Polaris know? That's not his daughter. That she's she's a clone. Oh, that's true. They cloned her that's from right. his um, DNA. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's still his daughter then, I guess. Because, I, I mean, they did that in Doctor Who, and Doctor Who put his hand in the thing. Yeah. Made the girl version. It was definitely his yeah. daughter. Genetically, it was his daughter. Yeah. Um, they did Polaris in that... Um, what was that live-action series? It only had the two seasons because oh, of the Fox X, merger. No, X... Um, Gifted. Gifted, yes. Gifted. Polaris was in that. Hmm. She was pretty cool. Like, uh, I only got through the first season of that, and then when they told me it was canceled because Disney bought out Fox, I was yeah. kind of bummed and didn't watch Dang. the second season. Go they should bring it. it back. I agree. That right. was good. Gifted it was, was good. good. It was good. It was good. And it had a lot of people that you recognize in it from other shit. Well, they have powers that you recognize, because I'm pretty sure that one of those guys, and the guy that played, um, the guy with the solar power was 
In my in my remember, remember X Force Sunspot. But yeah, that's what I was different. thinking. He was Sunspot, but well, he definitely wasn't. Yeah. Um, I really want to see this damn new mutants movie. I know. I'm so pissed off. They have delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. And I had a feeling that if they didn't get it out before Disney took over Fox, that we wouldn't see it. Yeah. And it's pretty much what the fuck happened. Because we were gonna get Sunspot, Wolf Spain. Um what the fuck? We were supposed to get Mr. Sinister, but they cut that. Oh, it's so upsetting. And that's another thing. I really wish they would make a Marvel movie with Apocalypse with Mr. Sinister. Strife. Uh, with Strife. Those cause See, those are essential bad guys that you need in order to explain the whole universe correctly, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I think part of my problem too is like sometimes Magneto, you can do a one-off movie with, but someone like a, if you're gonna have an apocalypse, Mister Sinister duo, it needs to be like a series. Yeah, it needs, it needs to be, to be like trilogy. a triple, triple yeah. trilogy where you get you can have a lot of. Say you up. have Strife first, and then the next one would be Sinister, mm-hmm. and then the next one, kind of like the, what they did with uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. You just get hints that Thanos is there. You see him for the first time in Avengers. Mm-hmm. Show Apocalypse at the end of the first movie. Don't show him any other time. You can hint at him, but don't show him. All right, until the very end, just a few seconds. And then you get your next one, Mr. Sinister, who's very much an acolyte of Apocalypse. And if you want to do a... And then the final one would be Apocalypse. If you want to do a goddamn Dark Phoenix movie, too, for the love of God, make Jean Grey, like, the central character. No shit. That's the problem. That's what I always thought the problem was. was They basically did hmm. that. They turned Jean Grey into Mystique. Oh, yeah. Had they substituted out Mystique because they wanted Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence's star was rising, so they threw her into a, they threw a, basically an off character. Mm. And, you know, Rebecca Romaine did it wonderfully. Uh, they, she's just an assassin, shapeshifter, kind of a henchman. And they, they made her a central character for some reason. Um, and as far as I know, she's never been a central character. And she's in fact, in the House of M, in the House of M, her and Wolverine were together. And Wolverine would make her turn into different women. Yeah, oh, are you into redheads again? And then she'd go redhead. That's so, supposed to be kind of the thing with Mystique <laughs> anyway. She can't be a prominent upfront character because you need to never know where she's at. Right, That's exactly. The whole, For her to be effective. She needs to have... And even in the beginning of the, uh, the House of X, her, Toad, and Sabretooth, which is usually the, how the trio goes. Like, and there's a... You know, yep. you got the Brotherhood. They're on a... A mission to get, and I didn't get that far, but they're trying to get some kind of data. And Mystique and Toad get away, but Sabretooth gets caught by the Fantastic Four. Cyclops shows up, tries to take him, claiming diplomatic immunity, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a fight, so Cyclops backs off. He's like, we'll come back for him later. You guys deal with him. And takes off. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like seeing two douchebags square off to yeah. see who's going to out-douchebag the other because I think Reed Richards is one of the biggest douchebags uh, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, no, he is. Oh, he is. He is, he he is. is Cyclops to the nth degree because he and, is intelligent. And Reed Richards is and the I kind of guy. And I hate Reed Richards. <laughs> not only that, Will, right before he leaves, just to let you know you got out-douched, will tilt that visor the oh, other yeah, way he is pop just, that fucking collar. Oh, he is such an asshole, and I hate him. He treats... Sue Storm, just like Cyclops treats Jean Grey. Yeah, no. They, uh, are. He, they are the exact which, same person, except he is a genius. Which I, I think that's why everybody likes Doctor Doom. Exactly, so I was about to mention that. Exactly, Doctor Doom makes 
Yeah. Dr. Doom is a great foil for Reed Richards. Um, He's actually just a great foil. Um, Like I said, like I think we talked about it in the the Marvel episode, the Phase 4 episode, that he's... He's not inherently evil. He just wants to rule the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, always, he's basically pinky in the brain. It's always funny because I can remember people like, what are they going to do now that Thanos is gone? I'm like, fuck Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Like, he could be worse. He could be. He is worse. I mean, basically, so first of all, I'm sorry for getting off topic, but Dr. Doom, first of all, I mean, it's all Marvel, so can absorb and mimic any power that yeah. he can absorb. He absorbs power. He can, he, he's like freaking insane. He can also use magic, which is Yeah, crazy. he can use magic. Yeah. Um, he's insane. So that opens him up because he's been, Not to he mention, fights doesn't, with, uh, doesn't he occasionally venture into hell to fight Mephisto to, yes, for his mother? And it's like, that was in the, no uh, just, the second secret yeah. war. Ghost Rider doesn't even really do that. Like, well, they retconned Ghost Rider too, because they used to say Ghost Rider was an agent of hell and now he's an agent of heaven. Okay. Yeah, they retcon that like a motherfucker. Vengeance isn't really much of a heavenly, heavenly thing, thing yeah. but whatever. Um, he's the. It's he's an the angel s- instead of a demon. Now it's well, like uh, it starts with a Z. Well, I, guess, I think it was always a fallen angel. But uh, yeah, yeah, he was more demon he's, in the beginning. Was more demon than angel. I yeah. guess he's the spirit of righteous Garth, vengeance now. Okay, I went on a Garth Ennis kick because Garth Ennis has done a lot for Marvel, oh, yeah. as well as all the other magnificent things he's done. Um, but he wrote Ghost Rider. He wrote for Punisher, which is one of my favorite runs. His two runs, his uh, regular Punisher and then the Punisher Max when they opened up the Max comics for basically adult comics, um, which is what I bought my little brother for his birthday a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, I sent him volume one of Punisher Max by Garth Enix. Um, but, you know, he's got Preacher and uh, The Boys and just all these other amazing things. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, when he did, he did Ghost Rider and I have both of those books. Mm. Just, he just did two. He didn't do a lot because Jason Aaron, who I hate as a writer, uh. um, Jason Aaron took over right after, but he did a uh, long, hard road out of hell. And then he did, went back and went, uh, to like old West. You remember caretaker from the first Nick Cage movie, kind of that character, but older where it was like. Dude on a horse and cowboy stuff. It was pretty cool. I think tra- Trail of Blood or Trail of something. Tears. Anyway, we were yeah. way off topic. I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. I don't know. But I think, I guess if we could... Oh, we were talking I about mean, Doctor Doom. Yeah, we're kind of swinging back into Marvel Phase 4. Because if Probably. we're going to get more X-Men stuff... Right. It's not like casting's a hard, a hard thing to what do. What I think the they need to do, if they do it... Not if. When they do a new Marvel X-Men... Uh, kind of what they did with Spider-Man. We don't need another fucking origin story. No. Mm-hmm. No. Jump off. Yes. And please give us some other damn mutants. Hey, Kitty Pride. I'm tired of seeing Kitty Pride. Bring back Kitty Pride. I would love to see Shadowcat. Um They kind of did overdid like uh was it Jim Cummings did the yeah. first uh, Nightcrawler? Mm-hmm. I loved him. Uh the or kid Alan they, Cummings. Alan Cummings. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Alan Cummings. Uh, you, he was great. You weird guy. Uh, he he does weird really well. He really does. He does re- weird really well. Um, but Alan Cummings did Nightcrawler. Mm. Uh, and I loved him because he you could definitely tell he read some of it. Because Nightcrawler right. was a mm. sideshow freak. Yes. Um, and he would even do the amazing Nightcrawler and stuff yeah. like that. And I thought that was awesome. And then you get the kid in the newer ones mm. who's definitely kind of trying, but... 
Nightcrawler came to the X-Men as an adult, not as a kid. Right. Because he went through the carnival and shit. Right. Um, give us some other people. We've yeah. got Beast. We've seen Beast several times. Now. I mean, he was a main character. Bring back Jubilee. I like is Jubilee. It, I miss Jubilee. Is Jubilee? it too much to ask that we just get a Gambit? Gambit? No shit. Ta- Taylor Kitsch happened. All right? Yes. We all know it. It wasn't terrible. Channing Tatum? No. <laughs> no. I, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what a Channing Tatum Gambit would have sounded like. Uh, just and. Channing Tatum and Magic Mike, just <laughs> look at my cock, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can light, make it light up. Yeah. You know. Just every, every time it comes <laughs> on screen, Genuine just plays in the background. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're, all right. God, no, what was that song? Anyway. I would definitely love to see a Gambit uh, in, the X, in the next movie. Or, or bring back, do a standalone Gambit. There's plenty of storyline Do you know who, for Gambit. In the, like before <clears> the first movie came out, do you know who wanted to be Gambit badly? Who? Jean-Claude Van Damme wanted to be Gambit the muscles so muscles. bad because he loves, like, Cajun stuff for some reason. Oh, he does. He's actually. huge in it. Well, he's kind of French anyway. Well, Belgian, yeah. Well. I mean, uh, it, it's very close. He can crack a walnut yeah. with his butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he can also do the splits between two moving semis because right? why the hell Because that's needed. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, but he wanted to be Gambit real bad. And I actually, when we I, we talked about me fan casting when I was in high school, uh, and the only two I got right were Xavier as oh, yeah, Patrick, uh, Stewart. Patrick Stewart was, was and Kelsey there. Grammer as Beast. Great, great thing. Mm. I mean, Kelsey and Grammer. He and he looked loved the part. No shit. It what didn't look like a, I don't, like Furby? Or uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I get why they did what they did. Because it was like the gar- hours and hours and hours in makeup. It was like the Garbage Pail Kids and X-Men, though. Like, it, I shouldn't. Like, and the, the fact that Beast could turn it on and off, that kind of pissed me off because he couldn't. No, yeah. he couldn't. He was stuck that way. And then even in the comics, he evolves again. Yeah. Like, the before the, the Powers of X, House of X stuff, the comics that I read... Uh, I stopped reading when, like, Jean Grey started being real fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, was when Beast goes back in time and gets the original team. Yeah. And pulls them forward. Um, they really tried to shove a bunch of stuff down our throat during that time where mm-hmm. Jean Grey was some kind of evil clone. It yeah. wasn't oh, even really her. She was Madeline uh, Pryor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she basically told everybody that Iceman was gay. Yeah. And that's not the... <laughs> Case, although it did make me think of the Family Guy joke about they, Iceman being gay. It's like, what's stick, that? He's down to the gay porn. Whatever. Did they stick with that canonically? Or did no, they, I think they, no. I think they killed that. I yeah, think they, a lot of the fans were just a, pissed. They sent us an alternate universe and then they killed it. Yeah. So because um, <laughs> Havoc was a love interest and shit, about Cyclops. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, I know. Um, but Beast, <laughs> Beast changed. Like, weird. I don't know, like. What kind of animal they made Beast look like originally? Like I think he was just kind of his own thing. See, kind of like Sully. And yeah. that—that's one thing the Kelsey Grammer version did a lot better too. Is like since he couldn't turn it on and off, he even had that joke about like, "Well, you don't shed on the furniture, right?" You know, <laughs> or his fighting too. The choreography was. Incredible. Oh yeah, it was very bestial. Yes. You know, uh, it was kind of how you would picture Sabretooth fighting. Oh yeah. Um, but they, they, oh, through the course of the comics, Beast, his look has changed. All right. Mm. So he was a regular, just muscle bound dude who was just intelligent. Yeah. And then he did the experiment that gave him the blue fur. Um, and then 
he kind of morphed into like a cat beast towards the end of the 90s in, or into the 2000s. Because I'm not going to say odds again because I'm not that bad of a millennial. But um, <laughs> And then once the when he went back in time, the whole reason he did that is because he was changing. His, his DNA was evolving again. And he turns into this like almost gorilla style creature. Um, there's actually a picture that I had up as my profile picture for a while of original beast, human still, holding up old beast, and he's getting a whole handful of beast tit in that picture, and I thought it was hilarious. So yeah. I put it up as my profile picture on Facebook for a minute. But, uh, you know, I kind of stopped because it was getting weird. Because you had the Charles Xavier School. This was after the schism and everything. So... Mm-hmm. Wolverine is running the Jean Grey school out of Westchester. Xavier, I think, is dead. I'm not 100% sure. And then Cyclops is basically running the Charles Xavier out of some mountain, snow-capped mountain uh, facility. And he's basically the leader of the Brotherhood instead of the X-Men, but he's just calling it the X-Men because he's got uh, magic, Emma Frost, magic's awesome. That big ass sword she's got. Yeah. Uh, so you got magic, Emma Frost, Magneto. Uh, who the hell else did he have? He had some shady ass people with him. Um, and I'm just like, okay, so he's going to basically take over Magneto's role. And now we've got with Marvel coming back and being like, okay, we love the X Men again because well, we own them again. <laughs> um, they they're definitely trying to bring all of it under one roof, which yeah. is with what Krakoa is doing. Uh, and they used to have the Dark Beast. I don't know what happens to Dark Beast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, from I the Apocalypse that. realm. Yeah, he, he escaped to the He escaped to the regular universe. And that was, I think they mentioned there that that was sort of the reason why Beast became the feline Beast, because he sort of um, was pushing Beast to experiment further. Mm-hmm. And it was the reason why Beast became a, um, more feline was because that was, he actually injected himself with another catalyst. Oh, uh, okay. And then after that, some, something happened where he changed himself back. Maybe that's what you're talking about. And then he started naturally Because he's got those pointed ears mm-hmm. that he's not as... Because Beast has always had that weird hairline that kind of comes up to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went away. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, I mean... I'm definitely going to probably throw some of these pictures up but on the Facebook There are a lot page. of nuances in the X-Men that you miss if you don't pay attention. Because they, they do say that... Even though a mutant has a certain power set, as they grow older, they're, they're, when their powers either become stronger, they do evolve more. Mm-hmm. So there are some mutants that do evolve beyond oh, their yeah. base their base X level. Here we go. Kind of the, <clears throat> just oh, the yeah. whole evolution of Beast right mm-hmm. there in one picture. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to throw that up on the Facebook page. Because I, uh... I love Beast. Yeah. Beast is awesome. And He's I'm, super intelligent. I'm actually looking forward to them bringing it back to the screen just because for one maybe under kevin feige we can get some kind of unified vision uh you know like and he'll have a direction to either shit or get off the pot like you can't just introduce xavier as being unethical bastard in the third out of a trilogy right and just expect us to rally behind it all of a sudden well like watching dark phoenix you could definitely tell he was very involved with, because he'd made progress. Yeah. Uh, the well, was, uh, Days of Futures Past was the eighties. 
Yes. Or no, no that was seven. Apocalypse. No, apocalypse. Sorry, Days of Future Past would have been in the 70s because it was the end of the Vietnam War. Exactly, okay. Yeah. So Apocalypse was the 80s, all right? From Apocalypse to Dark Phoenix, I think it goes from the 80s to the 90s, and in that time gap, mm. you could tell Xavier had done some shit. He had made progress. He's got the freaking president on speed dial. Yeah. And he is very much caught up in his own success. Oh, yeah. Um, and I could see that. And I was like, okay, so that's where we're going with this. Mm. Um, and he sends them out unethically to space and against everybody. Everybody is against this. Even Jean Grey was like, are you okay with this? And uh, Mystique's like, no, not really, but we're going to do it anyway. And it's even his interference at the last second that causes her to get caught by the the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I wish they'd get the Phoenix Force right, because then we could have X-Men versus Avengers, which would be amazing, because then you get to find out just how much of a douchebag Scott Summers really is. Oh, yeah. Um, Because that's when he kills Scott Summers, kills Xavier. Yeah. So So, I got, I mean, I guess we bring it under, like, you have Scott Summers, who's a douchebag, but then you have, like, a Tony Stark character who's also, like, if we're going to be honest, he's a douchebag, but he's lovable. He's a fun douchebag. But Tony Stark has changed a lot from the 80s to the the 2000 MCU universe. Tony Stark used to be the wife. Tony Stark was the wife beater. Yeah, Yeah, he really was. (laughs) I remember that. The iconic image of the, the bottle. Pepper Potts was the was the poster child of an abused woman. Oh yeah, definitely. In, in the eighties, and then now she's like this. I honestly warrior. didn't like because of the comics. I didn't like Iron Man. Well, that yeah. was because Iron Man was a dick. <laughs> he was well, that the reason why RDJ they, made him lovable. The yes. reason why they chose him to be the first movie was because nobody knew what to do with him. Nobody like they didn't even think the toys would sell. They really didn't. They did Honestly, like test groups, and people are like, "What the fuck is this?" When they announced then, Robert Downey Jr. was going to be Tony Stark, the first thing out of my mouth was, "He's fucking perfect." Exactly. They're both, they're both addicts. Yeah, exactly. He knows exactly how to play an addict. Um, they toned down Tony's addict addictions in the movies. They toned them down a lot. Um, and in fact, uh, I used to drive truck cross country. And I would buy these what they called graphic audios. Yeah. And there's a bu- I have a bunch of them. They're a bunch of anime uh anime. They're a bunch of like graphic novels that they turn into audiobooks and it's a full production, different voices and sound effects and stuff. And uh, one of them is the new Avengers lockdown, where the raft gets oh yeah, gets oh, taken okay. over or gets uh, the break there's a huge breakout. <laughs> And they go to meet up for the first time since the Avengers have disassembled. Uh, and they meet up for the first time and Spider-Woman brings a six-pack. And uh, Captain America is kind of scolding her for it. Mm-hmm. And Tony walks up and goes, quit telling her I'm a lush. <laughs> so I guess the, a good question is, are, they gonna, are we going to see Cyclops the Boy Scout in the future? Or, or Cyclops I- the Good Soldier? Yeah, like Cyclops the Good Soldier or even Cyclops the Douchebag. Like, Can we get another Psylocke? Please. I, I'm not going to lie. Child, I was six, seven years old when I got my first X-Men comics. And during that time, Psylocke was a very prominent presence on the team. Yep. And I just remember my little boy mind going, she's hot. Yeah. Well, she even appeared in all the video games that era. Betsy Braddock. 
Maybe. Well, I mean, it's the same thing because I mean, it's the purple haired, the hot purple haired chick with the revenge. Psylocke, I remember, appeared in at least half the video games of that era. Right, she was. She She had the side blades, and she was a telepath. And I do remember distinctly, like there was a, a a panel where Cyclops and Jean Grey are out to like lunch. And he's kind of staring at, out at the window, and there's a bikini model at like billboard up there. And he looks at it, and it's got blonde hair. And he looks back at it, and it's got purple hair. <laughs> and I was just like, mm. um, all right, that's Psylocke. I love Psylocke. Um, Domino. Yeah, I mean, we she got- was so dope. Like I didn't know how they were going to do it because luck, luck power. Well, we got a real like they did as good I think as they could have in Deadpool. Oh, absolutely no! I'm, yeah. I loved Domino. Domino was the shit. Um, but I remember Domino from the comics, and I'm just sitting there like, how are they going to do a luck power? You know, probability, like, probability. You know, luck, luck, and probability and stuff like that. So, how, how are they going to do it? They did it amazingly. So if you read the new <sighs> comics now, that's out. They actually do a good story. It's not a bad story, but it's a catch up story to Domino. And they talk about her powers. Um, I forgot which issue it is in the new comic books, but it's a good um, backstory on how her powers work in case anybody ever wanted to know. Absolutely. I, I, we will talk about that because I want to read that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love that this show has given me a reason to read comics again. You know, I did kind of get out of it for a little bit, but I'm very much back into it. There are some good and bad things about this. One that I can think of in the bad is sometimes it forces you to watch some terrible Terry. shit. It forces you to watch stuff like Jurassic yeah. Park 3 and yes. The Dark Phoenix. Oh, no. When I, when I watched Fallen Kingdom again, I'm like, no. This, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Bad. <laughs> it was just one of those, like, how bad do we need to do this? Like, it, Right. <laughs> like, do I really have to watch this? Like, if we do a Punisher episode, I'm not I'm not it on the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. I'm just saying that right now. Not it. Nose goes, man. I'll fall on that sword, I guess. Oh, like it's so bad. I I might have to just like watch clips of it to remind myself how awful it was. But you do know Kitty Pride is not a mutant, right? What? Ah, so okay, Kitty Pride has been changed so much in the Marvel Marvel's history timeline. She's no longer considered a mutant. So if you want you if you was that during books, the the hate for the X Men because of the Marvel thing? Ah, if okay. you read the new comics, she technically is not allowed on Krakoa because it's only a safe haven for mutants. So I'm, gonna I'm not going to spoil it, it unless you guys haven't read it yet. But something happens with her. Um, and see, I'm reading them because I'm and, very interested after reading these first. Let's two. just say she people Storm is is pissed. Um, that's this thing happened to her and. When you when you guys catch up to that issue, if you haven't already caught up to it, you'll be amazed. Um, she still has all her powers, and she has new powers. And she has this new sidekick name. Um, what is his name? Just not Jetstream. It's 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 a it's a name similar to that. Anyways, it's a dragon. She has her own personal dragon. Wait, wait, wait! Right the now. dragon. What? Yeah, no, she's always had the dragon. Um, what is that dragon's name? Uh, I thought it was Slipstream, but it's not that. It's no, it's. Uh, <laughs> I must have looked that up right the now. The only thing I could think of that was dragging like was Fiend Fang Foom. And that's <laughs> not it at all. Um, oh, I know the dragon from My Little Pony. That one. <laughs> and I would like to clarify, I'm not a brony. <laughs> <laughs> it's just when you have kids, you, you know some Lockheed. shit. Lockheed. Yes. Lockheed. She still has Lockheed. Uh, please don't shoot um, that one in Martin. And she's awesome, but um, like I said, 
she is not considered a mutant. So, because huh. I know, like, I had that, <clears throat> I was talking about those graphic audios. I had um, Astonishing X Men written by Joss Whedon, which they turned into a graphic audio. Yeah, okay, and it's very much uh, Colossus was dead, mm-hmm. and that's the 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 one that brought Colossus back. And I know at the end of that, she dies. Instead of Colossus, mm-hmm. so I don't even know because they, they, they recon, they retcon it they, so much, they did, they, reboot and redo it, and that continuity is hard And they did hard the same thing with Psylocke too. Remember, they yeah. made her; um, she got part of the um, the red crystal that um, was Juggernaut. Juggernaut uh, had uh, uh, crystal, crimson. crystal, and Sheik. No, no, that's Star Wars. It starts with a K. Oh man, um, Sidorak. Um, is it Sidorak? Um, no, I think you're right, Sidorak. Sidorak? Yeah. Gemstones. The Juggernaut. The gem of Sidorak. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So anyways, she had gotten a part of it, and she her body absor- had technically absorbed it, so technically she was no longer, because she couldn't use her powers, but she had new powers. That's right, because Juggernaut's not a mutant. Exactly. And then um, something happened, and they retconned it again, and she lost all the powers of the, of the, of the Sidorak crystal, and now she has a regular power set back. And then she got put back. Oh, to I remember body. reading that. They did all this craziness, so yeah, she doesn't have the assassin ninja body anymore. She has she, her British body back, which is she still does her purple. So <laughs> I'm good with that. Because um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Betsy Braddock is basically England's Captain America's sister. Yeah, he's yeah. Captain Britain. Captain Britain's, yeah, yeah, it's Captain Britain. And in fact, I'm pretty sure she was Captain Britain for a minute. She is again. Is she again? In the news. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. By the way, she has a brother that's also an mega mega level mutant. Yeah, um, uh, Jamie. Jamie. Braddock. Yeah, he he, okay. he deals his powers yeah. are dealing with. He can see the streams of reality. Yes, literally. Reality yeah. manipulation. Like he can touch them and make things happen. He can destroy the world with a pluck. That's my power. I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> he can raise the dead. He can do anything. He, he's almost as powerful as Reed Richards' son, Franklin. That. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, he is on the Omega list. Let me see if I can find that Omega list. Because, yeah, could you imagine being able to have that power? It'll be like... I, well, he's a simpleton. I, oh, see, there always has to be <laughs> some kind of... There always has to be some kind of drawbacks. Like, have you ever yeah. wondered, like, is there a portion of the Xavier School for mutants who basically only got in because their parents were donors? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, definitely with a private school base like that, there's almost definitely just some students that, like... Like, I can remember... It, it was there because... Was a, you remember uh, Gold Balls? He was one of those weird characters that spun out of the the schism stuff. Okay. He just made gold balls. They could float, and <laughs> it's kind of like Mineta. You know, Mineta from the uh, I, uh, I Hero Academia. I think I heard if, the, if he's on the mutants, um, mutants with the least useful powers list. I yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he is on the the mutants with the least useful powers. Like, like, uh, the the thing that got me thinking about like, that one day that there has to be like. X Men like I don't mahogany team or something like <laughs> well just, they did have I think right before this Krakoa or the A uh, Powers of X they had blue gold and red yeah. yeah so they actually introduced a third team which was hem, held by Jean Grey yeah. so the original Jean Grey who came back somehow so do you Comments. remember in X Men the Last Stand when they're having that meeting in the church you're like we need to organize and then Magneto comes in is just like go ahead and organize because they'll just come take you in the night yeah. like but there was that guy who steps up to him he's just like uh, oh what kind of powers do you have and it's Quill yeah. and he just he goes, he goes <laughs> what's it to you I'm like 
That's the, you, no. That's just, you can't step up to anybody. And I that. think the only Your person powers, he really fucks with is when he hugs the girl, the woman, the doctor yeah. woman, and Quill. You know that was the first. That was so dumb. That was well, the first thing apocalypse. I thought. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would actually have probably been a lot better. That was the first thing I thought, though, was when he did that little quill thing in the movie. I'm like, so basically your power is a hug. Like, you, <laughs> like, or you can be a hedgehog if you want to. Like, essentially, like, that's it. Like, when he walks up and hugs the lady later, I'm like, see, you've, you now you've met the limit of any useful thing you can do. Right, like, exactly. You are... You're the guy who got in on donations. Yeah, exactly. He did. He absolutely. Well, I mean, he, I think he was one of the Morlocks. And the Morlocks. Well, I thought it was a homage to, to, to Marrow because Marrow. Well, because the, the one chick yeah. in the in well, the Marrows are kind of more, way more useful, right? Bones, the yeah. but that chick in the in the church or whatever talking about it was Calypso. Yeah, it was absolutely Calypso. Yeah. So those were the Morlocks, and those are the sewage mutants. You yeah. <laughs> know, the ones who. Aren't really useful. I'm sitting there thinking like <clears throat> Caliban's even more Rick useful than gifted. you. It, wait, who? It was Retcon and the Gifted. The mute Morlocks? I think so, yeah, because the leader uh, of the Morlocks was a guy with the patch, but his power set was like bishops. Huh. Oh. Huh. If you watch the Gifted and you watch the um the season finales, the, the two before the season finales, uh-huh. um, the guy's actually fighting and he gets hit with energy and he tells everybody to stand back. He absorbs the oh, energy. Oh, that's right. He does. And then he redistributes it through the eye patch. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was kind of Bishop-esque. Yeah, it was bishop I thought Bishop did it with his fists. He does. Did he Bishop. Did. They did Bishop really dope in Days of Futures Past. They really yeah. did. I loved Bishop in that. Uh, all right. Here, I did find a, a list. It's not the list I was looking at earlier, but the Omega Level Mutants. And uh, as of the House of X relaunch, this, so these are the only Omega level mutants right now. Okay. So we got Jamie Braddock, which we already mm-hmm. talked about, Iceman, mm-hmm. Elixir, Jean Grey, Legion, Magneto, Proteus. Nice. I don't know who Proteus is. Wait. That's been retconned because originally Proteus was Mora Metagard and Professor Xavier's son. Now yeah. they just say it's Mora Metagard's son. They don't. I don't remember who they say the father is. Well, I mean, okay. given Xavier's track record, he could be an absentee right. father. Uh, well, I mean, ex- absolutely. When it well, comes to Legion, Legion is a son. Yeah. Is, well, he's a totally an absentee father with Legion. I completely forgot that. That's true. Um, Legion should Legion is an Omega level. Mister M. Him. He was I don't know him. who. Oh yeah, Legion. Uh, his and actually, I was reading it. It was a uh, power manifestation. Yeah. Was his Omega powers, level? Yeah, he can have any on his power. Personality. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, every personality he has has a, a different power, power um, <laughs> which is kind of wild. Well, uh, <laughs> Mister M, who I don't know. I don't know who Mr. M is. Uh, Storm, Exodus, Quentin Choir, who is Kid Omega. Yep. Uh, Franklin Richards, Vulcan, who is the other Summers brother. Hope Summers, which was uh, yeah. the first child after the the 192 uh, yeah. mutants left. She was the first mutant to be born after that. Oh, so, yeah. She's um, power many? manipulator. Yeah. She like, wanted to fix um, Rogue's ability. She... So she has the ability, just like Sync in uh, Generation X, to manipulate okay. mutants' abilities. Except hers right. is stronger. She can increase it, or she can decrease it, or she can make it to where they can use it to their mm-hmm. most potential. So you were, we were earlier talking about um, storms. Not storm. Um, um, Rogue can't touch. Yeah. Well, before they did this whole um, new thing, she could because um, the adopted daughter of of Jean Grey and Scott Summers mm-hmm. um, basically made her powers where they evolved. 
So basically she can touch when she wants to or she can turn it on and turn it off. Mm-hmm. What you find out though with Rogue is her ultimate power is sort of like um, Omega Red's. Omega Red, Red, his power is to absorb, suck life, yeah. live. Yeah. Her powers are similar to that. She can drain life. So if she can't control her powers, now she has the ability, instead of touching you and draining all your power, she can be within the vicinity of you and just suck everything. See, I love because like back in the she's a life sucker. Back in the '92 animated series, she could fly; it was super strong. And then That's you find girl. out you find out that she got that from uh, Carol Danvers, Marvel girl, yeah, uh, who was just Marvel girl at the time. Yeah. And I'm really hoping Rogue gets a hold of Brie Larson's stupid ass and makes her just a skeleton, and we can finally be done with super angry feminist dyke <clears throat> Captain Marvel. See, I I'm a huge like I actually like Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Uh, I don't mind like I I don't mind I because if you're going to the feminist aspect, I'm pretty sure that's the writing, in all honesty. <laughs> but at the same time, she's really she's the she's the first um, female led superhero MCU movie, right? Uh, is she? Am am I thinking right on that? Like, you mean lead as far as I think yes, she is lead. Yes, as far as um, being the first woman to give a, a hurrah, and she isn't. That's that's Pepper Potts because yeah, Iron Man three, but, Pepper Potts was the freaking hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Except <clears throat> she was the hero from start to finish. In that, not only that, they had to establish her as being somebody who could go toe to toe with Thanos. So she had to be an ass kicker. Like she had to be. I mean, that. that's fine. But like, even in the comics, I hate Captain Marvel. Uh, she started the second Civil War. Okay, true. Actually, I, I guess say comic book Captain Marvel I'm not a fan of. Well, I, oh, I, I dislike Captain Marvel. I'm sorry for interrupting. But I dislike no, 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 Captain no, Marvel ahead. because they told the story backwards. Marvel was the first Captain Marvel. Yeah. After Marvel, then there was um, Rambo, the Rambo chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the original what Brie Larson's character was supposed to be. Then what they did was... In the comic books, the reason why she isn't Captain Marvel is because her comics didn't sell well. Because she was the first African-American, all-powerful freaking superhero that was a woman uh, in the Marvel Universe. I mean, Storm, you could say Storm maybe was, but she was like, she was all-powerful. Yeah. So they renamed, they retconned her to become three different people. And they took both of her names, except for the last one. She became, um, I hate talking about stuff and then forget the names. But she became um, not light speed, but um, uh, phase. I want to say she became. I could be wrong. I apologize, guys. You guys can always tell me if I'm wrong. Oh yeah, well, uh... I take criticism. But uh, she also um, there was another name that she in, she uses the name now. I think it's Impulse now. I could be wrong with that, but basically, uh, Impulse. I think it That's is. But she fights with Doctor Strange a lot now. In the, if huh. you look in the comic books, uh-huh. there's she fights with Doctor Strange because basically she has control over all the light spectrum, just like Marvel Girl. Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. I know her. I know exactly who you're talking about. And Prism. Prism. They called her Prism. Yes. Yeah. She's been named that too, but she has all control over all the spectrums of light, just like um, Captain Marvel. She's basically Captain Marvel light because apparently Carol Danvers, because of the stone, is all powerful. Yeah. But she has limits. She has limits, but she doesn't. But if you look on um, the first Spider-Man comic, she's in the first part. I think she was introducing one of the first Spider-Man really? comics. Really? Oh, shit. I think so. Because Spider-Man was a dick to her. They bumped into each other. <laughs> <I can see laughs> it. 
And he did something, and basically she and Spider-Man got off on their first start together. Yeah, he, like, on the wrong like, foot. I was actually excited for Brie Larson's casting, because I could remember thinking, like, she's just a damn good actress. Like, I like it. We already have Scarlett Johansson, who's leading the way with Black Widow. Oh, they already wait. have, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper Potts, but you needed... Yeah, I well, guess. not only that, like, especially with, like, the first X-Men movies, they mm-hmm. definitely set up Rogue, where, like, in the, the animated series, we kind of got the introduction. Because you always need a character to introduce you to the new world. Yep. Okay? So, in the animated series, it was Jubilee. So, in the movies, they kind of turned Rogue into Jubilee. Um, and then with the first class, we did it with Mystique. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's always been kind of strong female-led characters, especially within ensemble casts. Uh, But yeah, I think Marvel, who Captain Marvel has total God complex. uh, I I was going to say, admittedly, the arrogance. That's all her character. Those are all the names that Marvel created for her. Oh, Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, she's got a lot. I was going to say, because admittedly, the arrogance, that's one thing that I could have done with that, was the arrogance of the character. But at the same time, every single one of the superheroes shows some form of arrogance. Exactly. I mean... Uh, and it, it just irritates me, I guess, whenever it seems to be overriding, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, Captain trying America... Trying to do too if, much in one thing. Like, if Captain America ever showed a little bit of arrogance, uh, he quickly tried to humble himself back. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried to draw it back. That's what made him... Well... Captain fucking Captain America. America. Uh, and actually, honestly, I hated Captain America. And one of the comics. reasons why I hated Iron Man was because of the arrogance. Yeah, I really he's did. very arrogant. He prick. is, yeah, dickhead. Like, that's the one thing that grates on me more than anything else. Is well, in the comics, of... he was very power hungry at times, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, during the whole Civil War. Like, yes. that whole thing was basically to set him up as the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Like, I saw that as... And it was the first time in comic my comic book history where I sided with Captain America of all people. Hmm. Um, we're way off topic on the X Men, but I mean it all bleeds in now. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because um, I guess. Well, even in the uh, the series, the X Men series, Spider Man crossed over. They had a couple cross. I think Captain America showed up in the series. At least once, because I think he did that. He like did. A bat, bat, uh, uh, season for five. Wolverine. Season yeah, Wolverine did. did a lot of crossovers with other, like the Avengers, yeah. with uh, yeah. Spider-Man. With the whole- well, Spider-Man showed up because he was mutating. He had the six arms. Yeah. He yeah. was going to Xavier. It didn't end up working out. But uh, there's, there's just a lot of crossover. And then uh, we got to talk about Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, Deadpool has brought us... So many more mutants that we probably won't ever see again. No, I am... uh, Shatterstar, <laughs> briefly. Also, X Men related. Yeah, not really that upset about Shatterstar. He's kind of a dick, right? The, Nobody's yeah. even going to remember him. Uh, and honestly, he was one of my favorites in the '90s when I was reading the comics. I let, I don't know if it was the double twin sword thing, um, but uh, yeah, I liked him. Zeitgeist wound up getting a. Very similar ending to his run. Side guys, who is Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, uh, Pennywise. Pennywise, the least useful mutant ability in the world. Is that guys? Like, yes, guys. yes. <laughs> or what was it? How is it that they put it in the movie? We've all eaten at Arby's. We understand. Oh, <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> um, who else did we get? Bob? No, not Bob. Who, who was that? Paul? Bill? 
what was that guy's name who just he just saw the flyer and just showed up, so they let him on the Peter. Team? Peter, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Peter, who ended uh, got killed off horribly by Zeitgeist. Yeah. Uh, until until luckily the retcon with the time machine. Yeah, he happened. took the time thing and, and I, took retconned everything. I'm pretty sure that leads me to believe that he didn't retcon the other deaths, just Peters. That's the only member of the team he actually cared about. Right. So it's like, he you really go did. the other way. <laughs> I did love how in that, when after everything goes shit sideways, <laughs> and he ends up releasing the juggernaut, he's having that conversation. He was like, Domino ended up being an ass kicker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And she was. She was awesome. Uh, <clears throat> uh, see, I love Domino. If They need to bring her back. Exactly. And, for the love of God, never recast. No. Like, She's so awesome. Zazie's yeah. amazing. She, dude, she was perfect. Yeah. Perfect Domino. People were upset that she was black. And I'm like, no. no the comic books never said who Domino was. I mean, she right. always wears that pasty white makeup, so you can never really kind of see what she is. That's her is it really? It is. And see, I probably knew that. Because I, I read a lot of X-Force when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, X-Force, uh, I had two comic book crushes in my day. One was Psylocke and the other was Domino. Yeah, yeah, no, so, it was, actually. I think I remember back in the 90s, that was the comic book crush of, the, of X-Men and whatnot. Oh, yeah. It was Domino. Domino, I think. Domino. There was plenty of Domino's the in, in bikinis. Just cool. the bikinis Unless, the road. You remember the, the yeah. X-Men? The, the, the calendar. The, they had a calendar. The spring break yeah. calendars. Yeah. Where it was like yeah. best, definitely yeah. Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah. edition, but drawn people. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. So I think we can openly admit that the Deadpool movies did Juggernaut better. Oh, absolutely. I hated, hated the last <laughs> and stands. Vinny Jones. Oh, yeah. Colossus really didn't. In the movies, didn't have the proper movies, didn't have a personality. He was no. just kind of there. Whereas we totally got a personality with Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a Boy Scout, very funny personality. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said something to me about Colossus being retconned as gay in the comics. But as far I as I that. know, that I, it's yeah, just I always him that. and Kitty Pryde. Yeah. The only thing that's really controversial with that is like, when him and Kitty Pride first got together, she was like 16 and he was in his 20s. Yeah. So, like, it was very bad. Yeah, but, it's uh, real bad. It was also in the 80s, I think, when they started that. And I, Henry Lee Lucas, who is a serial killer, had a child bride that he just traveled around with. And it was just fine. So, like, the 80s is definitely a weird time I mean, for that shit. If you're really looking for stuff on that guy's rap sheet, though, I'm pretty sure the... Child bride was the least lower worried. on the list yeah. as opposed to the numerous bodies. But people took him in with this child bride, and we're getting really way off topic with all that's, that. But that's real fucked up, though. right? Like they people just like let him, him and her stay in their barn, and this was the eighties of all things. So uh, I was born in the eighties. Wow, uh, I'm old. I wonder <laughs> um, with this new X Men um, genre that Disney now has has full control over. If they're gonna bring up anything to with X Men, um, the the X Men, the Nathan Summers, Nathan Summers, because <laughs> who is actually come, kind of Cable but kind of not. Well, yet. you find out that he's a clone of actually Madeline Pryor, yeah, and, 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 and Scott Summers. So. Yeah, it's, it's so weird because <clears throat> okay. that that kind but of but he has the same powers as Cable because I guess we, because there's the same genetic. Seek similar similar yeah. How is Scott yeah. Summers' DNA producing this many like super powers? Well, I mean, look at Havoc. Well, yeah, but like look Havoc's at Vulcan. His, yeah, <laughs> we but, didn't even talk about Vulcan. But those are his brothers. Like I'm Vulcan actually Omega. Scott 
Summers himself, who is maybe like, it's not his. We, maybe it's Gene Gray's. I, I guess so because with the Omega level he's abilities. kind of a glorified solar panel. Basically, <laughs> like yeah. he absorbs solar energy and then he blasts it out of his so eyes. So they retconned that. Oh, they did. Bit. Okay, they're saying that he draws his power from an, a pocket dimension. Now, okay. So oh, and this the House of X powers that thing. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot cooler. They're saying that his power... The yeah, whole I mean, retcon, like, I'm getting so... I think that's why I stopped reading <clears throat> comics, yeah. is because it felt like every few years we were rebooting. And especially again, with DC, because we had, like, the New 52, mm-hmm. and then they retconned that, and then they rebooted that. And it's like, I don't even know where the hell you guys are anymore. And that's why I'm saying, if you get if you get the new comics, they don't necessarily tell you a backstory on the mutants anymore, but they do explain their powers. So I'm a lot of that. the power sets, you'll find out are different than what you thought they were if you're reading the new the current comics um, now under House of X or because um, like I remember <clears throat> back in the series and back back in the nineties like mutant powers Sounds didn't work against your family now they do now they do yes. right okay Havoc and Cyclops I remember yeah that yeah. the ninety two uh, series Havoc and Cyclops or Cyclops have a have a fight mm-hmm. and it, it, it's not doing shit um, there are still some mutants though whose powers don't affect each other too that's the weird thing. It doesn't, it's not, there's some, I'm, I'm assuming their powers are similar, where it doesn't I affect guess. them. I guess. But the thing also, like I said, we didn't talk about Vulcan, which is like the third Summer's brother. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know much Vulcan's about him. has complete control over all energy. Wow. So if his, if any of his Jeez. brothers were to attack him, he would just absorb it and redistribute it. Kind Nothing. of Bishop-esque. Yeah, no energy, yeah, exactly, but no energy. Sebastian Shaw kind of Yeah, Sebastian too. Shaw kind of yeah. did that. Although, but, uh, uh <clears throat> Bishop Bishop does that. He does, well. I think Bishop's kinetic energy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, like what Gambit and him would work really well together. <laughs> Gambit's is definitely yeah. kinetic energy. Yeah. Um, uh, but he distributes. He's like he because Gambit do it, he can charge things. Yeah, which so, is why you get the cards and stuff. And so Gambit can, is the full reason I know how to throw plane. But that's not a so that's only. Our version of Gambit, Age of Apocalypse Gambit, could turn into pure energy. He was Age of Apocalypse Gambit was an that, Omega actually. Lever mutant before they did all these retconning of what what is Omega. Right. Uh, <laughs> Age of Apocalypse is in the future, so he could technically still evolve into that, right? True. Yeah, he could. But I thought they will because they're uh, too powerful. All right. So we we I don't think we ever got a team. And how many should be on a team? Like five. We'll say hmm. five, counting Xavier. Yeah. yeah. Xavier's leading it, and. How do you guys say it? Is it Xavier or Xavier? I just call him Xavier. Xavier. I've always yeah, called him I've always Xavier, called him Xavier. But like that uh, uh, Astonishing X-Men graphic yeah. audio thing, It was they definitely pushed the Xavier, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. Xavier, Xavier. And I'm just like, man, Cyclops, I mean, go fuck yourself. You always call you him, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, okay, I mean, so, always calling him Professor X. Yeah, it's yeah, X. And then, like, in the House of X, Powers of X and stuff, it's just X. But, okay, so we're looking at a new team. So we've got Charles Xavier. I'm going to go ahead and give in because, for some reason, we just can't have a fucking team without Cyclops. So let's throw Cyclops Cyclops into the mix for a movie. Okay, so we're going to throw Cyclops up in there because he is definitely field leader. Tactician, he's a good tactician, like you said. Um, and he can lead his troops. At the, so, at the very least, he doesn't have to be part of the team, but let's throw Beast in as Q. All right, I'm all right with that. Yeah. So, okay. So we're looking at the field team. Field team. So we got Cyclops. Okay. Who right. else do we want to see? Because I'm getting kind of sick of the same damn 
Hey, yeah, I still I love to see Storm. So I want I want a Halle Berry Storm. But this new Storm, yes. I like her. Honestly, I'm watching, like watching uh, Dark Phoenix, she kind of looks like a young Halle Berry. And I did, mm-hmm. I will say this, the party in the woods. Yeah. Where they're using their their powers in the dumbest way. Like Cyclops holds up the glass. He's like a couple of rocks. And Storm makes yeah. the ice in the glass. Yeah. I was like, I would totally do that as a teenager. Need some ice? Whiskey. You know? I would have totally have used my powers to my own ends. Oh, God, right. yeah. You know? Definitely. It's, it's uh, the Naruto. The stupid things that he did. Like the harem jutsu. And the, yeah. you know, the sexy jutsu. Yeah. I would have totally have done that with my <laughs> shit. You know? I would have totally found the dumbest ways to use my powers. Uh, so, okay, Storm. We, I'd be all right with another. Well, I mean, we have seen Storm a lot, except briefly she's, when the new, new class, first class. To me, class. she's a staple, though. I mean, you got to have some type of weather controller. Uh, maybe you can substitute her for Iceman, because we don't see uh, much of Iceman in the Well, and the way they did Bobby in the, the first movies was mm-hmm. very, he was a teenager, whereas there was already a team. Yeah. You know, he was supposed to be one of the originals. Well, they just underplayed everybody. I know. Movies. And you didn't even see Bobby turn into Iceman until Last Stand, mm-hmm. where he fights yeah, Pyro. Yeah. Um, they didn't do Pyro it, Justice either. They didn't do Pyro Actually, Justice at all. Let's, let's get Jubilee. Jubilee. I'm okay. all right with the Jubilee. I'm, I'm they've, they've hinted at her. That you've seen her. Mm-hmm. And the only reason you know it's her is it's the, the yellow coat and the pink shirt. Yeah. And that's the only reason you know it's her. Um, she was in the, the Gen X TV yes. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably just do an episode on the awful TV the movies. The awful TV uh, movies because uh, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV David movie Hasselhoff. with David Hasselhoff. Oh, my God. Oh, that was awful. That's pretty and he was pissed off because he wanted to be, you know, Sam Jackson's not Nick Fury. I was Nick Fury. No, dude. Have you seen that movie? That movie's bad. <laughs> you, know? you were in it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have the Hoff. But, uh, okay, so Jubilee. I'd be down with Jubilee. Gambit. Definitely Jubilee. Gam- Gambit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Give us Gambit and let's do him. I mean, if you don't want to do the stereotype, don't do the stereotype, but at least make him from New Orleans. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can give him the Cajun, like. Kind of the Cajun accent, but yeah. not. Go down and do some research on Cajun accents. They're down there. Just go talk to people. Not only that, he has to be suave, too. Yes, very suave. He is definitely a ladies' man. Well, he's all about finesse, even the throwing cards. It's finesse. Well, when you first meet him in the, the animated series, he's flirting with the chick talking about buying playing cards, you yeah. know? He's flirting with her, and she's into it. So when I see the teams made up in the X-Men movies and, and I look at the comic books, you get, I sort of think of it as like playing Dungeons & Dragons. You got your caster, mm-hmm. you got your your melee, you got your healer, your berserker, and you have your rogue. Mm-hmm. Those are the five main active parts. Mm-hmm. So when I look at the X Men and the teams that we've seen, you've seen Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. She's she's not necessarily a healer, but she she can see everything on the whole field if she wants to. Yeah. You got Storm who can do AOE across the whole field. That's the yeah. wizard. Yeah. You got Cyclops who is basically the warrior, the yeah, fighter. The tech team. Soldier, the, the soldier. You got Wolverine, Berserker. It is a Berserker. You so tank. That's, so that's how I see them. And so you need a tank. All right. So we're so we break it down into RPG. Who's the rogue? Who did I miss as a rogue? Oh shit. Uh, really, Gambit. Gambit. Gambit, Gambit would go. definitely be the rogue. So you got somebody that that you know is gonna be okay with stabbing somebody in the back. Uh, what oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, the Han Solo, <laughs> the <laughs> scoundrel. Yeah. 
So I mean, uh, that's how Night, I see. That's how I see the team making. Nightcrawler is actually pretty good too, for that mm. matter. He could be, yeah, but he gets swapped out though. Yeah, and movie. we've seen him a lot. We have <clears> not seen Gambit. So let's <clears> let's say Gambit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got we got a basic team. So we got. So for a new new movie, mm-hmm. we'd like to see characters we haven't seen, which would be Jubilee proper. Okay. Um, Gambit proper. Because even Taylor Kitsch's Gambit, while, I mean, he was kind of a, I don't know, he was kind of a clown. Like, yeah, yeah. he got knocked around a lot. And like, we, we talked about when we were talking about Phase 4, we were talking about how uh, in the animated series, it was always Wolverine, Gambit, and Jubilee. Right. They were like the trio. Right. And that, like, you knew you could probably get the most ruckus out of those three. You know, if you wanted to go and have a distraction, send in Wolverine, Gambit, and Jubilee. <laughs> they, they would just go fuck problems. shit up. They did. And you can go around behind. In, in the animated series, they did. They, they yeah. did. They really problems. did. And they were always together. <clears throat> and even in the comics, Wolverine was really close with Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah he, he definitely treated her like his little sister until the power down in the 192. And then she ended up being like a fucking vampire when they uh, Twilight was so huge and they were trying to shoot more there. Oh, it was awful. Um, and then somehow Storm became unvampiric. Yeah, they're such a weird, stupid And then that's time. when she became Omega after that. And, uh, well, what was funny was Deadpool touched on it and how dumb it was. Yes. Like, they totally, yeah. Daniel Way totally did the, the whole vampire thing and how stupid it was. Yeah. Um, and the Deadpool, that whole run during the vampire shit was just basically ripping on it. So, yeah. I guess if... So, I, I, was, I could swap out Jubilee for for um for Storm. I'm cool with that. Okay. I can swap out um Nightcrawler for I mean Gamma for Nightcrawler. Yeah. I'm cool with that. So then who else we got? Um Blink. Blink. Oh that oh, they've done her a couple, yeah. They used her in Days of Futures Past, which was basic and they did her Jamie Ching Jamie Ching. And gifted yeah. Kang King. Chang Chung? What the fuck is her name? She's one of those weird people that got her start on the real world. Right. And then she's been in like Everything, yeah, and she's awesome. Uh, but she was Blink, and she did fantastic. She mm-hmm. was a great Blink in the Gifted. Um, Blink would be a good ad because that's your getaway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, so and you know that they're gonna do the bad guy mutants because yeah. I don't see Marvel or I don't see DC or I don't see Disney doing the the what's going on now. Can with the comics. Can we at least avoid Magneto for a little bit? Oh, she's she's awesome. Like, if we're going to do... I guess maybe you can start with I really Magneto because everyone Magneto. is familiar with it. But I want to see, like... I kind of like Magneto on the side of the angels. Yeah. Like, I like his look. The white-gray suit that oh, he's got's cool. The new, in the, new in the newer ones. Yeah. Uh, and that actually started with the schism I, shit. I begged... Um, and begged and begged to see Apocalypse on screen for a long time. Me too. And then we got... And then... And I'm not even going to fight... No, uh, it's fall, not Oscar uh, Isaac's fault. Oscar Isaac's. Oscar Isaac did what he could with that role, with that script. Yeah. Oscar Isaac is amazing. Oscar Isaac is the animated Gomez. Oh, yeah. In the right. new... And he's he made it awesome. So... Weird, fat Gomez... And he's why? Awesome. Why don't we go? Like, I mean, if it's a team, have them fight a team. Fuck, get Omega Red in it. Get uh, oh, Omega Red. That's I, a great villain. I love Omega Red. I've he always is. wanted he's to see awesome. him, and you only get to see him for a brief second in Deadpool Two. 
He's one of the guys yeah. who's like playing chess or something yeah. in the back. Oh yeah, with Black Tom Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. And, you <laughs> and know I what? loved how they made that all. Right. And why you racist being Black Tom Scottish oh, dude. Shut up. I love that. Just like, you <laughs> killed Black Tom, you racist son of a bitch. <laughs> and even Domino's like, I'm siding with the old white dude on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and that was something else. Domino and Cable, totally fucking. Uh, like, and yeah. I, the like, I was kind of hoping we'd see. Well, she's she's kind of a cinder block now, but uh, or uh, a charred remains. But uh, oh, right. I was totally yeah. hoping to see some definite flirtations between the two of them. And we didn't really get it. Yeah. Yeah. The comics, oh, they're all over each other oh, yeah. in the comics. Of course, Domino's kind of promiscuous because so. I'm pretty sure she's been with Wolverine, and uh, I'm pretty sure her and Deadpool have done it. I know her and Gambit have. Uh, you know what? They all just kind of fuck each other. <laughs> they really do. It's definitely a soap opera. Like no, definitely. Everybody's boning everybody else in these. Odd choice for a villain, but the brood? See, okay. I mean... The brood are aliens, right? Yeah, They're and it weird... kind of fits if you have a really large team-up movie. I would say if that's one you'd have to build. We'd have to do Cosmic. And like I said, I am not the biggest cosmic hmm. reference when it comes to the comics. Um, but here's one of my biggest gripes with Dark Phoenix was I was 100% certain that the Shiar. aliens were supposed to be the Shi'ar. Yeah. with Because the, they were the ones that kind of gave us all the knowledge of the Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Force. Hmm. Um, and what we got... Do you remember the name of them weird things? The Dabari. The Dabari. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a race that the the Shi'ar fought. And the Shi'ar don't like us, but they tolerate us, mm. Terrans. Um, but the leader of the Shi'ar is totally fucking Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we didn't even get that. And then when you said Jessica Chastain, I didn't even register that's who that was until you said that. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, it was. Uh, she Which, totally phoned in that performance. I got to say, I agree with that. And Nick the, Holt the phoned weird, in his performance. The weird thing is I don't even know if they were phoning in the performances so much as they were following. And A bad script. Lord, see, that's part of oh, it. Man. But Lord knows, please don't gut me Star Trek fans, but this William Shatner School of Acting. Oh, fuck, yeah. It was awful. Like, it was very Shatner-esque, where everybody was just like, it's not monotone, but it's not it's exactly... It's something we have to do. You it's know? not exactly lively. Like, Jessica Chastain, she she treated it like, um, oh, God, Lawrence Fishburne in Silver Surfer. Oh, yes. Sleepy, very much It's like, monotone. just drank a shitload of sleepy time tea. And tea yeah, where's, I don't even remember that. Like, right, the... The ambient is starting to kick in. It's like listening to a well, Ben the, Carson speech. Like we're yeah. we're gunning straight for the point where your head hits the pillow and you're out. Right. Like so, yeah. it was so be just. And, it was definitely like watching a Nicolas Cage movie and watching like one of the weird ones like uh, that he's been doing lately. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely. I felt like we were talking a little bit about it. It felt very much from Nicholas Holt, Jennifer Lawrence, Jessica Chastain. Um, not so much with the others because Michael Fassbender was there. Yeah. He was like, I'm doing it. This is my character. 
Fuck off. And I'm James, doing it right. James McAvoy never seems to like not try. Oh yeah, he he tries. Especially, yeah. you know, he's won an Oscar. Or has he won an Oscar? I don't think he has, no. Because I thought he got one for the last King of Scotland. Jessica Chastain has though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know. And so is Lawrence. Yep. Jennifer Lawrence. Um so I think Nicholas Holt has. So you guys uh, say nominated that, uh, at least, we should have but, the bad guys. Well, I mean, because they're not really bad guys, but the reason why I'm saying that because you know if, if you if you are going that route and you want the Shiar to be the bad guy of the of the next X Men movie, it sort of would tie into Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, and the aspect exactly. Of, you know, we definitely have a shoe in, like yes. a, not a shoehorn in, See, but we have a connection yes. that we could get into the rest of. Yes. It. I, I know there's the rumor that they're going to introduce Rogue in Captain Marvel too. Which I would be fine with because that means yeah. Captain Marvel's going to go away for a while. Yeah, she gets her powers taken. She'll, she'll get nerfed for a little bit, but she'll be like, it, it'll be back, you know, by the time. Well, we got to have her, we got to have her back to start the second Civil War. Um, <laughs> right. Can, like, we, can we agree that that Civil War was very The third Captain America movie or yeah. the second comic series? The third Captain America movie. We, because they're, they're. Avengers two and a half. Yeah, basically. Um, it was so toned down. And the fight at the airport was great. The fight at the airport was great, but it should have been bigger. Yeah. It should have been more epic. Um, the movie itself wasn't bad because definitely the, the stuff, and they kind of shoehorn that in with why Captain America and Iron Man were really fighting. But it, I, I don't know. I feel like they bastardized that a lot. They did. Um, Honestly, uh, looking back on it Because Giant Man was Ben Foster, and he died. Oh, yeah. By the uh, Thor robot that Reed Richards made, right? Yeah, the Thor clone bot uh, yeah. killed uh, Ben Foster, who shows up in the Ant- second Ant-Man movie, as Lawrence Fishburne, right. which he was awesome. I was perfectly fine right. with that. Right, so he was great in that, but I'm um, just like, where was this in Silver Surfer, dude? Goliath, like, that's what it was, Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so we got a way to get in. The Shi'ar. Mm. All right. And now the Shi'ar kind of look at us as annoyances. Mm. Like, oh, my God, the idiots. You know, we're like the dunce class. Right. And somehow we made it to Cosmos. Um, but Xavier and Lalandra, who is the leader of the Shi'ar, mm. totally boning. Which well, which makes me like, how do they have a kid? Because technically Shi'ar, Shi'ar is birds. Or birds. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the lead into Dark Phoenix when Jessica Chastain got cast. So like, oh, she's obviously going to be Lalandra. That's what I was hoping And then for. all of a sudden it didn't happen. A bunch of Groot-like tree people walk out in the beginning. The they were like uh, gray aliens mixed with Groot, mixed which, with uh, Jonah Hex. Yeah, every time I saw her and James McAvoy on screen together, it almost looked like they were just like, just wait for it, Chapter 2. Like, I almost because I had it chapter two yeah. geared up to watch last night and uh, didn't get it watched. But yeah, I completely because just yeah. Justine and James McAvoy it chapter two. I almost wish they would have just made those creatures the phalanx. Um, yes, back in the day. That, okay, yes, actually, that was exactly. what I thought of. Yes, the phalanx would be great. Which, you know, I mean, if you ever need an invading force to come to Earth in a, another Galaga-type ending for an Avengers movie, right. like, Guardians of the Galaxy and the first Avengers movie basically ended with a game of Galaga. No, I think oh, it did. It. it totally did. <clears throat> yeah. Although it was a lot cooler. Yeah, Guardians was a lot Guardians cooler. Guardians Galaga game was a lot cooler. Oh, one thing I did want to bring up. 
Dark Phoenix, fucking Space Cloud. Yeah, I was as soon say, as I was, saw the goddamn Space Cloud, I was like, "Mother fuck, yes. really?" Right. It yes. turned into because Jean Grey looks like she absorbed a cosmic fart. Right. And it did. Like, okay, so this is the third Space Cloud <clears throat> movie, just in superhero terms. We had Glass. Green Lantern, which was the stupid space cloud of the guardian of the universe that Parallax, yeah, yeah, yeah basically Parallax. bastardized Parallax, real right. bad, bad bastardized Parallax, and then we had our Galactus. Yeah. I think Galactus came first, actually. Silver Surfer, yeah. Galactus. Silver Surfer, Galactus, Space Cloud, and yeah. then the Phoenix Force is a fucking space cloud. Fuck you, Hollywood, and your evil space clouds. Stop it. She kind of looked, or it kind of looked like the Aether from the second Thor movie. Right? Like, it was and just then, awful. And then Fucking she, space cloud. She just absorbs it, and I'm like, oh, that, yeah, what? Well, okay. like, uh, kind of like the green smoke on, like, like green pot smoke on cartoons, and right. yeah. all, where you're like, and it all gets sucked back up, and you're like, wow, did they just do that? It, that's yeah. definitely what it was. Like, she just snorted, like, the biggest space fart in the world. And yeah, so, and it was kind of interesting that it was like you could see it repairing her as it was as she was absorbing falling it. from space. But then after that, you're just like, okay, so it was a space cloud, and not to mention it was just hovering there. Well, like, I mean, they do say that it was being drawn there to her by her, yeah, blah, blah, blah. but like. It was just sitting there by the space shuttle, and then when they get close, there's like it's on approach. We got like a minute left, right? And it's like, what the fuck are you bothering? The only time like, a space <laughs> cloud has worked was the first Fantastic Four movie with the cosmic radiation. Yeah, because um, that was just it and it wasn't it benevolent. Passed. It wasn't malevolent. It was just was. Yeah. Um, whereas the other space clouds are all malevolent and mm-hmm. stupid. Um, so. Absorbing a space fart gives you the power to disintegrate people and do whatever the hell you want. Did anybody else think when she was disintegrating people that she was like mini Thanos? Right. Like, I was like, hey, look, she's being Thanos. <laughs> I almost guarantee you could probably find someone on YouTube who's just like every time someone disintegrates, you can hear a quick. Yeah, right. Just a quick snap. <laughs> snap. Uh, shit. What are we running at? I know we're getting pretty long. About two hours. Two, 205. 205. Yeah. Um, I did get bitched at that we were doing really long stuff by mm. somebody who doesn't listen to podcasts. And I was like, have you ever listened to a Joe Rogan podcast? Those things can go for two to five hours long. So <laughs> I'm like, I think we're doing all right. But I mean, I don't know. We've kind of hit everything. And it was it would be too hard to sit here because we did. We bounced from we did bounce. animated to movies yeah. to the comics. And I knew that's what this would end up being. Yeah, we, we went to the early to the so, yeah, well, it's dude. like everything, none of it's connected though. They retcon it so much. Oh, yeah, everything's retcon. The only thing that, even the movies, you can't, there's no timeline. There's no timeline. Even Deadpool, to which one? McAvoy or Stewart? I can't yeah. ever tell this continuities. And there's part of me that feels like the two Xavier scene in Days of Future Past, you could almost replace Kevin Feige with the older Professor X yeah. and the fandom with oh, James yeah. McAvoy and just like, please, I need you to hope again. I did we think do. that was pretty cool. That was a cool scene where it, it was old really Xavier's talking to young Xavier. Yes. Uh, and I, like I, I said, to me, best X movie. It it's is. my favorite. Days of Future Past. Um, it is 100% the best X movie. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Uh, I might watch that tonight. Who do we got? 
I mean, we've already declared Hugh Jackman Magnificent Bastard of the Week. I don't think we can do him twice. Oh, I mean, no. honestly, we probably He is could. synonymous with X-Men at this point. Um, I mean, I'm, we could actually, let's just do this. Let's do uh, Magnificent Bastards and give it to uh, Stuart and McKellen. Say, yeah, I was going to say Stuart McKellen. And, uh, because uh, of the X-Men movies, they became best friends. Yeah. Pa- uh, Ian McKellen became uh, uh, an ordained priest to marry... Patrick yeah, Stewart and his wife. That's right. It was to the point where I didn't know that Patrick Stewart Sir was Patrick married. Stewart. I thought those two Americans were. I thought those two Sir were together. Ian McKellen. And yeah, the sirs. I'm sorry. Yes, my bad. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Sir please. Ian McKellen and that, Sir Patrick Stewart. That means a distinction because if I could declare either one of those men emperor of the goddamn planet, I would. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. you know what? If I had my choice, probably McKellen. I feel like he'd do a yeah, better I job. I think he would do a good job. Did you see him propose to uh, Patrick Stewart on the red carpet? <laughs> To be best friends forever. Yes. (laughs) I love the two of them. I thought those two were together because I didn't realize Patrick Stewart was married. I didn't know if he ever had been. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get those pictures where they're so close. I'm like, they really would make a good couple. Oh, yeah. They're cute. Right? They're cute together. Like, I was, it made me extremely happy. And I was disappointed to find out Patrick Stewart was married to a woman. Well, I mean, when we talked about the, the, where he's high as hell doing the the quadruple take or whatever, his wife is actually the one, or he, I don't think they were married at the time but his Mm. girlfriend wife was the one videoing oh really yeah yeah so and uh apparently he is an avid pot smoker patrick stewart is he smokes every day probably (laughs) probably because of star trek and probably because of glaucoma but (laughs) there was was that i know there was that one episode well but he was so done with star trek if you hear him talk about some of the episodes of the next generation even jonathan frakes refers to one episode he doesn't actually give it its name he calls it that one racist piece of shit he literally i can't remember which episode it was but i've seen it and it was there's nothing redeeming about it whatsoever (laughs) it's the one that everybody would be best to forget but now ever. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, it's the one that everybody would be best to forget it ever happened if you want the legacy of Star Trek preserved. Which of season? this, was it? It might have been the first or second of. Oh, the two D&D. bad ones? Yeah, where it was <laughs> they're not like, bad, but they're definitely the most lackluster. But it was. Looking back. Like the legacy of Star Trek of being that inclusive utopian society where everybody. Mm hmm. Gets along with everybody. And I mean, we had the original Star Trek. We had the first interracial kiss. Right. You know? Um, Which Shatner, being a hero on that one, screwing up all the takes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Kiss. Yeah. I loved the roast of Shatner, too. And we are way off topic on yeah. Star Trek. But the roast of Shatner said, we were a very progressive show. We had a we had an Asian driver and right. all kinds of shit. Um, oh, but uh, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Magnificent Bastards of the Week. Oh, Easily. Uh, Easily, um, like I said, I've I could watch both of them just sitting there eating a donut. Oh yeah. Uh, if he if they would ever make a YouTube video of them reading off the ingredients on a box of cornflakes, <laughs> easily ten million views. Oh yeah, absolutely. First day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would probably watch it several, you know, dozens of times. Uh, but all right, uh, should we wrap up? We are getting kind of long. Yeah, I guess so. so all we, right. We declared our magnificent bastards and retconned a magnificent bastard well didn't retcon it we just kind of added one because we forgot about it we totally had him set up to be last time and mm-hmm. just got so caught up with that one that we couldn't yeah. we forgot to add him there were other things that we forgot to talk about too and mm-hmm. like with this one I wanted to talk about I forgot about uh, 
Wolverine and the X-Men, the animated series. Yep. Uh, which was amazing until uh, Disney bought Marvel, which is what killed that show. Um, and that the, the season finale for that was setting up the Age of Apocalypse. Yep. So um, there was the anime, the X-Men anime, hmm. which was okay. Uh, I have it. Um, and then I feel like I'm missing one of the shows. In the cartoons? Yeah, one of the so cartoons. You got, you got classic X-Men, you got X-Men Next Generation, then you got... Um, was that Wolverine Next Generation? Evolution. E- yeah. X-Men Evolution, then you got... Um, X-Men, Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and X-Men, and that's it. And that was when they kind of set up Wolverine to be the leader of the X-Men, which I think kind yeah. of led... Like, I think they, somebody got a hold of, like, the schism script and, like, okay, let's do this as a show. Um, I, I don't remember... Because I've only seen that series once. It's on Disney Plus. So I'm yeah, all of them are on Disney Plus. All yeah. of these are on Disney Plus. Get Disney Plus, watch these. They're worth it. Um, <laughs> One thing you'll never see on Disney Plus, Star Wars Christmas Special. Oh, that's probably for the best. Yeah. It's on YouTube, though, if you guys want to watch it. Oh, I mean, if you really want to put yourself through that, I would get, like, I, I you know, it's it's illegal in our state, but... Yeah, I, if, if you're in a legal state, go get real high before that, you watch it. It right. might make it tolerable. That marketing department shard of a fucking Christmas film. Uh, s- uh. Or the Ewok movies. Hey, man. Ewoks. <laughs> some I like the, Ewoks. Some, well, the movies, though. Um, mm-hmm. But all right, that's uh, I think that's it for this this episode of Writing the Nerds. Uh, yeah. We have talked our ear, your ears off, our mouths off about X-Men. <laughs> I think... We all love the X-Men for different reasons. We all... Uh, Rayshon, I can't believe you don't have a favorite. Like I, a I really don't. Favorite. Well, guys, also, Morgan Metagard is a mutant, but you'll find that out now. That that's, Wait. Yeah. Uh, she is. is that in the You're new gonna comics? You're going to Okay, I'm going to definitely read that. Uh, <laughs> definitely go to your comic shop. Pick up, pick up comics. Pick up uh, Powers of X, House of X. Pick up a Deadpool comic. Uh, I have Brian, Brian Pesane's Number one issue of Deadpool, signed by Brian Pesane, um, who is uh, Bert in Big Bang Theory. Uh, just these these are the greatest. It, it really brought me into comic books and a nerddom. Um, I loved it so much. I collected the cards, the read the comics. I've got those graphic audios. I am a, just a huge comic book fan, and it is pretty much thanks to my introduction to the X-Men. Yeah. The 90s series is what did it for me. The 90s series. I mean, I've always liked Batman. Yeah. Um, I love the, you know, because that Batman. And, uh, but once again, that the animated series drew me into Batman. And then it led mm-hmm. me into all the other stuff. So. And that was back. Can you really, like, think about that. Fox Kids. You had Batman, the animated series. X-Men, the animated series. Spider-Man, the animated series. We had DC and Marvel on one fucking channel. Well, I used to watch them in rotation. DC. Oh, yeah. Almost got bought out by Marvel back in the 80s. That would interesting. the only reason they didn't was because they got threatened with antitrust lawsuits at the time because the market share for Marvel was over 80%. Oh, wow. DC was struggling bad. Well, you had the, well, Warner Brothers came in and bailed them out. And we'll have to do an episode on that. WB, yeah, WB saved. DC. Warner Brothers saved DC. Hmm. Kind of like how licensing out the X-Men and Spider-Man saved Marvel. And that's the reason I saw, that's also the reason I know this off topic, but that's also the reason why CW can make like the Flash, 
back woman uh, arrow, arrow yeah. because they 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 basically took over WB Studios. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, well, UPN and WB merged yes. and yeah. created the CW. We'll have wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize I'm nerdy there too. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, can. we'll have to do the Arrowverse definitely. Yeah, maybe um, we can jump in on some of those here. Uh, well, I'm pretty current with Flash, but that's the only one I stayed with because I. It was um, good. I gotta watch the episode. I've not seen since the crossover. So, oh, really? Yeah, I haven't watched oh, any after yeah, Crossover. Um, but, all right, sorry, we're off topic. We're trying to sound off. So, uh, rate, review us, like us on uh, Podbean. Um, we're going to try to get some other distributors out there. Maybe we can throw it up on YouTube. Can YouTube yeah. do it? Hopefully the sound quality is a little better on this one with an extra mic. We in. did get some more equipment. Um, there will be more equipment before the next one. Nice. And if you want to, let us know what you would want us to talk about. Yeah, exactly. We have that. a Facebook page up now. It is very bland. We're going to throw some graphics and stuff, maybe pictures of us up. Yeah, um, say it's bland because I did it. Well, I mean, <laughs> it just happened this week, though. So, yeah, I mean, we true. haven't really had time to tweak with it. And uh, we all have jobs still, pretty much, uh, yeah. during this quarantine. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, we have kids and jobs and so we don't get to do as much with it as we'd like but we do have a facebook page right in the nerds uh yeah hit us up um it, to make it easier to get some feedback and stuff like that uh we are starting a twitch account we are all gamers i think Rishon, you a gamer I am. all right yeah. then uh, that makes us all <laughs> that makes us all gamers i think we all probably play similar yet different games I have a very weird habit of buying licensed stuff. Uh, I do play a lot of licensed games. I have that. I've played that Deadpool game like eight times. It takes me six hours, less than six hours to beat. Um, I've played through Marvel Ultimate Alliance three like six times now. I might have to borrow that from you, but I, I know that Riley's playing it. So I, trying to get it from Riley will be like trying to wrestle like a bass from a bear. It's <laughs> not. And I am a PC guy, so I used to be console, but as I had kids, I turned over the, the console to the kids, and I'm a PC guy. So, so well, my sister <laughs> he plays WoW, and uh, and uh, I'm considering it. No, <laughs> uh, I'm considering WoW just because uh, you don't know much of my backstory with my sister, but we just met basically three weeks ago. Um, even though it's all over text, but it's something that we could do together online, um, kind of build a relationship. Introduce her to New World. It's coming out. It's new, new World. game by Amazon. See if she, look, in, look into it and see if she maybe like that. I hear that it's... Um, well, I know her and her, her husband play together. They, oh, okay. They campaign together. Then so. that's going to be hard. She's oh, yeah. a wild for life. Oh, yeah. She's oh, a wild. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> she's a, a wild for... Uh, but, yeah, we'll, go, we'll have the Twitch stream. Um, I've not dicked with that, so... Uh, I, I, it'll be a learning curve for me. I tried to the other day. I played some Cuphead and some Rocket League. Rocket League, uh, yeah. yeah, I know Rocket League's real big. Yeah, um, uh, it's. I mean, it's big, but I need to get much better at Rocket League at least. And I actually had, surprisingly enough, a really hard time with one level in Cuphead that I never had a problem with before. And oh. I think it's just because I'm streaming. Oh wow! It's like I'm trying not. See, to See, I've always suck. wanted to play Cuphead, but I don't have an Xbox. Oh, that's great. I have a Switch and I have a four. So a Switch. <laughs> They got it for Switch? Yep. Oh, yeah. Let me sure. check it out. Uh, yep. The uh, Twitch account. Uh, this thing is still right in the nerds, isn't it? Yep. Right in the nerds. Uh, Facebook. Hit us up. Uh, my real name is Eli. This is Cody. And Rayshon does not have a nickname. 
but we'll figure one out. Yeah. Uh, I am <laughs> coming soon. Uh, we have more content coming for you, and uh, well, I guess that's it. You guys have a great day, night, and uh, don't go too crazy during this weird quarantine pandemic bull crap. Yeah. So, you guys have a great night. 